The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Pretty cool. I got the keys ready to come in and you'll come and use it. Tony. What is his name, Tony? Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, no, you wanted to play a little dude instead. Aquaman's a hero! What's better than number one looks like? I guarantee you, boys and girls, I can Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll be taking it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. On Skype, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. I got off my deathbed for this. Good. Live, Oz. We're all performing miracles. Live, damn it. Live. Based on what Moe's going to review today, he, I might need him to lay hands on me. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of which, he is the backbone. The pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? Peace be with you. As for myself, my name's Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Shout out to Jay. He's not with us today. He's off making the world a better place for you and for me. But, um, yeah. We got a great show for you today. Uh, we're gonna give you a review of Second Coming number one, and we are also uh, gonna bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news. And uh, I think I think that's all we have planned, right? Uh, I might do an impromptu live heavy metal minute. What? That'd be awesome. You should do that. We already- I didn't get a chance to record it ahead of time, but. Because I was debating on what to do, and then I got ideas to do for other things for the show. Because so I get the music back. bed. We need that music bed. Oh, I got, I got, the, I got it covered. Oh, okay, good, good. Uh, 
But the thing is, is uh, like, so I want to do a heavy metal minute. There's a lot of news, but then I actually want to do an album review. And this album review would really be essentially like a full heavy metal minute. So I'm like, well, I could do two heavy metal minutes, do one as a bonus. But then I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should do a whole mini podcast of just me ranting about all this and my impressions on Birds of Prey and Sonic. Oh, did you actually watch those? Yeah, since I didn't get to do the show, I get I didn't get to do those on the show. Like, and then at the end of the day, I ended up not doing any of it. So I'll just do the live impromptu heavy metal. We want all that. We want all that. So all that and more on today's Fantastic Forum. But before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much. What's our comic books? Um, so, yeah. We're going to go ahead and tell you how it is you can get down with Fantastic Forum, because uh, it's that time. So, here's how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. Well, welcome back, intern. Welcome back. So, um, I'm looking at the chat. I see Tiger Claw saying, what's up, Fantastic Forum? You guys seen Sonic movie yet? Why, why is Tiger Claw asking that question like he wasn't here last week? Because nobody saw it last week. Larry, I, I, I saw it. Like we did a whole review on it. Nobody tire clock cares about saw it last week. Oh damn! I'm just yeah. like, and I, I, I like wasn't Jay here too? No, he wasn't. Oh okay. All oh, right, he had to go. He had to go. Yeah. I mean, yes, he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's number one for the second week in a row. Well, he said week in a roll, but. I don't think that's what he meant. Okay. Uh, that Tiger Claw, I mean. Don't tell him what he meant. Harrison Ford and a CGI dog was no match for a hedgehog, even with Harley Quinn peek, peeking in the corner. Did Harley I, Quinn do, like, good for a week, too? Nah. Dude, you know, you know how terrible that movie is. I don't. Actually, I, have, I saw it. Um, Do you later, watch it all the way through? I almost didn't, but for the good of the show, I did. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Um, but Emily could attest to this. We both wanted to walk out of it like 20 minutes in. Wow. That's was, messed up. You're, uh, but you're like, but I live here. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it's just one of those things. Um, <clears throat> but... Larry, you don't know how to explain things. What do you What do you mean? You don't know I, how to explain things. What did I not know how to explain? The The assault on the police precinct. I don't even think I mentioned the assault on the police precinct. Yeah, you did. We mentioned it. And all that. That was Oz. You both were talking about that. That was a whole big conversation about that. We had the conversation, but I didn't bring it up. So why am I... Be like, oh, you didn't explain it right. You see, you you didn't explain it right because you didn't even explain it. Like, right. 
all I did was mention that I I kind of liked the glitter bombs. I thought that was a cool thing. And then you had to get all logical and talk about why these cops didn't just shoot her because they're cops yeah. in Gotham. So here's the thing. Like, nobody mentioned that they used that song Black Betty for it. Why, why does that matter? Well, because it is a trope for those type of scenes. Like, every movie does it. Like, I'm sure you can find a YouTube sizzle reel of Ram Jam action sequences. And, mm. like, cut them all together. Like, it's so stereotypical. But, <clears throat> anywho, that's beside the point. But, you know... The, her actually assaulting the police officers in that way was fine. They just nobody shot at her, and that's what I didn't like. It, why? It, why is that fine though? Because that's what she did in the comic. She she launched fucking uh, uh, was it like uh, punching gun, punching bo- boxing glove guns and and shit like that, and the hammer and, and shit like that. Like she's not the one that necessarily has to use bullets. But at that and, time, she was trying to go good, kinda. That yeah, that was bad. And then the whole thing, like the <laughs> you guys were really hard on Sandra Kane. You are crazy. Like Sandra Kane was fine. Who's Sandra Kane? I don't know who the fuck it is, but it sure as fuck isn't Cassandra Kane. She said, no, does, "Is her name not Cassandra in the movie?" I don't give a fuck what they call her in the movie. That's Sandra Kane, not Cassandra Kane. Sandra Kane is not a real person. Hey, neither is Cassandra Kane, but we're bitching about it. <laughs> the thing is, like, <laughs> I say that, no. yeah, that that shit is so far removed from Cassandra Kane that that the, I think they were trying to go with Sandra Kane. Just I think totally I think we all said that last. Night. I think we all agreed with that. And then, yeah. but but it's like, why is she the one locked up with the criminals? Like she's a kid, right? Like Sandra Kane, I could see them putting Cassandra Kane in jail with criminals because she's fucking dangerous. Because they wanted to show a kid in a cage, because you know, Sandra politics. Kane, not so much. And the uh, best thing about that movie, though, Larry, was fucking that egg sandwich she was having in the morning. That should look delicious as fuck. That shit was duck egg. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's uh, that's like uh. A New York thing, mm-hmm. and it, like just even like how they wrap it in the foil and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah. man, like that's like a bodega sandwich. Yep, and that's why but, she fought you know, so hard for it. The movie didn't make a whole lot of sense. Like none of it, what, what was happening it makes zero sense. And it, it like all of it was just one big build up to nothing. Yeah. Like it, they're trying to, it, it, they were really trying to do kind of like the, and this is why it's so like the movie is just so derivative, and it fails so much that you can't even see how derivative it is. No, that's they're trying okay. to be like the the usual suspects type, like multiple yeah. perspective shit, and it doesn't even work because it's not that good. That's that's exactly what I was saying last week. It, like it fails uh, at every trope, and then. Yeah, and then the only good thing was like, was Huntress. See You're that? Crazy. That's what I said. But Joe blasted yeah, me for that. But it wasn't even like, like not Huntress that they showed. The Huntress they didn't show. Like the origin was like though that looked like a whole different movie that would have been a good movie on its own. Oh yeah, 
And that, that like that was fucking tight. And then when I she, will give you like, that, like when she's actually Huntress with them, she's fucking stupid. Like yeah. I, I would like, I want a Huntress reboot with her. Yeah, I'll take that actress. I, you know, at first I didn't think that actress could pull it off. I like her. She was good. She was the only good actress in this movie. And then you know, Margot Robbie's a good actress, but she's playing it wrong. So to me, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like, but you see what I'm saying in the sense that that Harley Quinn doesn't act like the Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad, right? And Black Mask, like, why does he even bother putting on a mask? It there was no good point, no good reason like, for it. They literally could just made, just called him like Far- Falcone Junior. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, somebody that that nobody gives a fuck about. I, I will say that that Gotham City. Like organized crime bosses is probably the most underutilized resource of like the the Gotham mythos in in mass media. You know what I'm saying? Like the only place that you can see it work decently is in like Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Out, outside of that, it's like which I'm just saying. Like I, I, you you I, I've said it so many times, but I'm about to say it again. If you had had uh, the show, the TV show Gotham, with the same cast, but what they were doing were, was fighting Gotham's organized criminals, that would have been an amazing show. Like trying, yeah. like Jim Gordon with the same dude trying to mess around and be a, uh, a, a good cop in a corrupt city that's run by the mafia. Like each week, him trying to friggin' figure out how he has to like friggin' outsmart and outwit the mob and the police. Yeah, that'd been an amazing show. And the thing is, <clears throat> yeah, and then they could still do like the the super villainy aspect, like the burgeoning, like you know, not not maybe all out there, like you know, like the Joker and, and Penguin and shit like that, but go kind of maybe even Penguin because he could be more. Organized, crimey, you know, he's yeah. a business like guy. Penguin, Penguin could be the first guy that's like kind of yeah. like playing with it. But then you could kind of start with the Calendar Man and and you know, yeah, shit like Absolute. that shit the that's more that's grounded, more grounded fit. And they wouldn't even have to like, I mean, they would redesign it to make it look fit the aesthetic. But they, yeah, it, I hate to say it, Larry, but you're right. <laughs> It would it would have been an amazing show, and you're absolutely right. Like and even that it, cast too, yeah. Like you're yeah, right because the cast wasn't the problem. Like the the actors are good, all of them. It's the it's the the writing that's terrible, and people trying to force square pegs into round holes. Where you're like, well, we need every Batman villain. You know, it's like you don't even need a, a Bruce Wayne in that entire show, as far as I'm concerned. But. You could bring him in eventually if you want. Like, I, honestly, what what probably would have been really interesting is if there was no Bruce Wayne because he had left already, and then you have Jim Gordon doing his thing, and maybe in the later seasons of that show, you bring Bruce Wayne that's come back, and you're almost doing, like, a prequel to Batman Year One, kind of, you know, but mm-hmm. but in the background, which could have been its own show. But, you know, whatever. These savages messing up all types of DC stuff. We look, we definitely got to talk about what's happening at DC later, too, because it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. 
Um, another, yeah, I I had more thoughts on it, but it it doesn't matter. They were all like, um, you know, with my third eye open and everything. I, I should have just had the recorder going, at least just for my resource. But yeah, but we had a lot of commentary about that, and even like the Emily brought up that she felt like the movie was made for like little girls. Because even, like, the way that she was fighting with, like, the glitter bombs, like, it's all fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. I'll tell you, like, and I mentioned it before, but I know you hadn't seen it at that point, but the only, the, the only like, kind of highlight of the movie, especially from an action perspective, was when Harley had that bat for a scene. Yeah. And, and I was like, that's almost like it was choreographed by a different person. Like, I was just like, what move? Like, this is like you talked about the Falcone, like, I'm at Falcone, I'm sorry, the um, the Huntress flashback. And what, and I agree with you 100%. That was like it was from a different movie. And that scene with the bat was like it's from a different movie. And it's so funny because I actually saw somebody, I don't know who it was, some random person, but that has a following. So, was, you know, because that's Twitter, right? Some random person that has a following that was like, like, this scene alone let, makes it so that Birds of Prey kicks ass. And it was the scene with the bat, which is, yeah, it's a, it is like the only kick-ass scene probably in the whole movie. But that's, you know, hey, it's neither here nor there. And then some people called her out on it. Like, dude, one scene can't make a movie kick ass. Like, the movie's trash. No, and was, then, of course it was a her. Yeah. <laughs> now, look, we, we look. I- idiocy comes in both sexes. No, <laughs> I noticed like these little like slight praises for Birds of Prey that that are somewhat out of the box uh, have come from uh, you know people who identify as female, somewhat. Yeah, and and it's like when people called her out on it, she's like, I didn't say it was a good movie. I said it kicked ass. And everybody was like, what are you talking about? Like, that means it was a great movie. Look, it, look, and that's what everybody, well, not everybody, but that's what most people were saying, where you're like, dude, like, you know, because the person who said it initially was like, oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood what you were saying. And everybody was like, no, man. It's like, you didn't misunderstand anything. Like, there's no, nobody uses the term a movie kicks ass. Like, oh, it, it literally has asses, like people are getting beaten up, getting beaten up in it. When you say movies kick ass, that means it's good. And she said that about a movie that's trash. <laughs> and everybody was like, dude, one scene can't make a movie not trash. It can be like the saving grace of a movie, maybe. Like it's what made it not absolute garbage. You can say that. Or or you can have your own opinion and stand by it and be like, no, I think it's great. Like either way is fine. Like no, nobody's gonna be mad. Well, it is Twitter, so somebody's gonna be mad at you. But it doesn't matter whether people are mad at you for your opinions. Stand by it. If you think if you like that movie, then you like that movie. That's okay, you know. But don't mess around and try to mess around and say like, "Oh, well, I wasn't saying it was good. I was just saying this scene kicked ass." Like, okay, uh, whatever. I haven't so, heard Mo's opinion on Black Canary and Zass. Oh, uh, Black Canary made no kind of sense at all. Zass, yeah. Zass is more like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, he had the scars, but they didn't really explain them that much, and and he didn't do what Zaz does. Well, he did what Zaz does, but not what Mister Zaz does. You know what I mean? And his whole, even his whole dynamic with Black Canary was like, this bitch is jealous of this other bitch. <laughs> uh, and then Black Canary, I mean, it generic feel- as like they really took names and just made generic ass people. Even like. Uh, I think Emily said the the was it the the chick for the question, like, well, she's Montoya? not the question. I'm sorry, say it again. Montoya. Yeah, Montoya was like the the better actress there, and they didn't really do enough with her. And it just you know even like the shit they, I feel that they they grabbed like three scripts that they probably had for something else with these characters and kind of like pieced it into this because even the way that she's per, like portrayed dealing with the police it's like they put a feminist slant to it where it's like oh, all the men are keeping her down but in my mind it's more like shit like this is how she became the question you know like this is how she was chosen to be the next question was because she couldn't trust the people around her you know and and it just feels like a modification from another script and and yeah, but she didn't become the question in her sixties. Well, I uh, look again. That that's something. That's something totally different. Like I, I, I get it, but yeah, I would have picked somebody else. Now, but, why is that a feminist slant, though? Well, because no, there was all men in the police department, and she was the only female. Yeah, they were keeping her down. Like men are yeah. the reason she wasn't higher than she was. Right. And but did, was, do they say that, or is she just a woman? Well, her partner backstabbed her and got yeah. became chief of police. Yeah, but what I'm saying to you is, like, they don't. She's a woman, uh huh. But they don't say, oh, it's because of these men. No, they the movie doesn't have to say it. They have they show you all right. the people against her were men. They they keep talking about how she's old, but you don't say that about older male cops like old male detective is just a detective an old female right. detective was like she's they make fun yeah. of her because she's old no oh i mean listen i'm not disagreeing with that but i guess what i'm saying is sometimes when you say like you know when you say oh well the feminist they went the feminist route or whatever it almost sounds like you know like they didn't really put any overt message she no was just they showed over- me an overt message didn't but, have to tell they, me they can't they didn't show you over a message. They just showed yeah. you a care. Huh? No, they did. Everybody that worked against her was a male, and everybody that worked for her was a female. But that's not an overt message. That's literally just like. Oh, no, that's, that's same- actually that's more. That's programming. Yeah, not an overt message. You're right. It's programming. But I'm saying, like, technically, that all could have been happening to a guy, right? But it didn't. Well, I understand it didn't, but what? but if it happened to a guy, nobody would have given a fuck. It's just normal. What? I mean, but why? Wait, when you say it's just normal, like is is it not normal for that to happen to a woman? I mean, it shouldn't be. I I agree with you, but I guess what I'm saying is it, it's probably more normal for it to happen to a woman. But yeah. nobody, I, nobody even like says anything like there's no there's no mention of any kind of like it's because I'm a woman throughout the entire movie no and and they, then 
mention. No, but I mean the movie itself is that. Like it's all it it it's just as feminist trope as it is action scene with Ram Jam's Black Betty uh, trope. See, but I guess this is what I'm what I'm saying is I like. We say it's a feminist trope, but I'm like, this almost goes back again to like when they made the, the X-Men book and it had all the female X-Men. And it's like... I don't know nothing about that. I just know about the shitty movie I watched. No, you, and you I know, know about how, it because it was No, no, but I, I'm not trying to get into a philosophical discussion about feminism and the values and, and virtues and detriments of it. No, I'm not trying to do that. I'm telling you what I saw in this fucking scene in this fucking movie. You know, you're trying to compare it to something else and that's fine. Like, I, I get it, but, you know, we're not going to spend 45 minutes on this shit either. I'm telling you, this is what I saw. This is how I see it. Okay. Hey, that's how you see it. Yeah. Just how you saw it and couldn't tell me that Ram Jam Black Betty was in that scene. Yeah, well, yeah, but, okay. Like, yeah. I see it with that, like, you know, I, I see it. It's a, it's a, it's a feminist thing. And commentary and social commentary, maybe not overt feminist, but it is social commentary in relation to females in that workplace, in that particular fictional city workplace. I mean, everybody you know gives a shit about women being preyed upon by these dudes in the fe- in the workplace. Yet, you know, Har- Harvey Weinstein over here only gets one count, and you know people are mad. But they're running the Disney Plus. I mean, how many times did, did Disney look away from Harvey Weinstein doing that when they when he was making money for them? You know, nobody wait. gives a shit about that. Wait, what? <laughs> Harvey Weinstein was doing all the shit he was doing on while well, he was working for Disney. But what's happening with Disney Plus? Well, because they're all happy about it. They're all oh, throw my money at Disney, giving me old content. I'll throw my money. I don't give a fuck. And then being mad, turning around and being mad at the Har- Harvey Weinstein case. It's like, why don't you be mad at, at Disney a little bit too? They a, lot of, a lot of people turned a blind eye to what Harvey yeah. Weinstein was doing. So we should boycott all those people? Yeah. Well, but then that's like basically saying stop watching movies. <laughs> Again. Shut why up, can't, up, why up, can't up, we just up, put him in jail? Kevin Smith is dead to me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why can't we just put him in jail? Look, uh, Kevin Smith is likely to be on that casting couch too. I'm just, well, look, I'm okay. Just, to be fair, Kevin Smith, like, uh, he, decided to like all the movies that he made with Weinstein. Whatever money he makes, he's yeah. gonna donate to like female charities or something. Yeah, he gave all the money away. So that's I that's at least some integrity there. I can't yeah. think Bill Cosby went to jail and think the Cosby Show is funny at the same time. Again, Larry. That's how I see things. Okay. We're not going to, like, I mean, you're trying to, like, you want, are, are you, when you ask these questions, Larry, are you trying to change the way I look at things? No, I'm, I'm literally interested in your opinion. Yeah, why you got to ask questions, Lawrence? No, but that's, but that's my opinion. Like, I, I don't like that Disney made a bunch of money off of him and then, you know, uh, yeah, I don't like that Disney made a bunch of money off of him. Throughout that time, okay. Like, so the, here's uh, family values company, you know, won't put out R-rated movies, don't put out R-rated content in their in their app. Turns a blind eye to that. So that, you know? that is, I don't that like is, that. that is more than okay if you feel that way. Yeah. But I can, I, I bet you, that that's not consistent throughout all your media, because artists, mm-hmm. 
are just people, and they make mistakes. Uh, I bet you uh, that uh, I bet you half I bet you half the people you listen to in the metal world are probably terrible people. But you don't. You may or may not know. Mm-hmm. But you don't stop listening to their music because yeah. when you find other terrible people, you're just like, hey, it's like. But th- they're on cocaine, so it's a it's a disease. Well, well you know, here, there's very few people that I have in metal that have, um, that I have seen to be as terrible people. But, okay. um, I I know when I find one, I'll, I'll make sure to put it in the heavy metal minute. I mean, you know, even the ones that. Even the ones that I appreciate knowing that they're lovable white supremacists. And the reason I say lovable white supremacists is because he has, you know, now his whole backing band is Mexican. You know, he still called it the illegals. And I always, if you've, if you've listened to Heavy Metal Minute, you know I always point all that shit out. Yeah, but do you stop listening? Uh, I don't listen to the illegals. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Denying money, taking money out of the pockets of, of Mexicans. Okay. So <laughs> I, I have a question for Mo. Yeah. What do you think of Sonic? It wasn't as good as, as Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Is Detective Pikachu really this good of a movie? Yes. It's heartwarming and and funny. And although there's one character in there, this uh, female reporter type that is like... She thinks she's in the anime, so it like it, it, it throws it, the the movie is kind of played kind of serious, and then she shows up and she's acting like an anime character, and it's like what the fuck is happening? But it's a good movie. I just thought I well, should let you know because listen, it's I, it's going to throw I'm, you I'm, off. I know you're going to watch it because we keep telling you to. Yeah, but that, because that, you two are telling me this, the, or the three of you, because Jay saw oh, it too, right? You know he's going to forget when, when that oh, character oh, oh. shows up. It's gonna throw you off a little bit. I'm I'm letting you know right now, so you see it coming. Listen, this this movie better be good. It is delightful and heartwarming. Okay. And watch Hobbs and Shaw too. So just okay, huh? Sonic. Talk about Mister Thad. Um. Well, yeah, it was like I mean, you know, they changed. You know, I I was actually disturbed by it. Um, with the new uh, the the new Sonic design, you're disturbed by it. Oh yeah, I was angered. I, I was really angered, and and I hope I hope because uh, you know they're, they're banking on a sequel now because it's like uh, it was up in the air, you know. And but it's like I, I you know without Robotnik being Jim Carrey, the sequel might end up sucking, and. Uh, I really hope that's the case. Um, the reason is because you know the whole, they had the whole controversy with the original Sonic, right? The the design, mm-hmm. and they just went and changed it like nothing, like cut and paste, you know. And you know it, it, that good job on the special effects team. I mean, everything you know the the eye marks they match the eye marks and everything. I don't know if they adjusted his height or whatever, because you know it was a different. Sonic, <laughs> it looked like he was a little taller. I, I don't know. All I know is that that voice actor for Sonic didn't seem out of place at all. No. With that, and his name isn't in the credits. It's not. 
No, well, it's in the credits, like you know, when you squint at the end. But he should have gotten a credit up there with James Marsden and Jim Carrey. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and you know, as as far as the script goes, it's solid script, like you said, Larry. I remember you saying that. Um, it, it's decent. I, I like the tales mid 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 credit thing. That was cool. Um, but yeah, and and you know, it was good. It was not, it was it was no. Detective Pikachu was a good movie, period. Whether it was a video game movie or not. You know what I mean? Like, it was a good detective story. It had good effects. You know. Uh, Tiger Claw says, oh, you mean Ben Schwartz? Yeah. I don't know who the fuck Ben Schwartz is, but I wish I would have when I was watching the movie. Because then I'd have time to look up and see what else he saw, because I want to see his work more. Right now, I don't have time to do that. But it wasn't in, you know, it's not in <laughs> where I get my press copies. They didn't have his name listed. They didn't have it. You know, I looked at the poster, the movie poster, because, you know, I posted a picture of it when we were talking about, well, that's what we reviewed on the show. Right. Yeah. His name's not on there. So, yeah. Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz is, you know, any generic white guy could have played the James Marsden character. But Ben Schwartz survived a, I don't know. You know, I would think that if he had to go in and re-record his lines with the new design, like, it might have been something, but I don't think he did that. I don't think they wanted to spend that much money on it. I think they spent it on the people that, yeah, again, I, I Parks and Recreation, I have no idea what the fuck that is. So, yeah. You don't know Parks and Rec? No. No. It's a, it's a pretty popular show. Uh, I, I mean, don't, I don't watch it, but I know it exists. Yeah, I mean, Ben Schwartz in Parks and Rec... I mean, if you say Amy Poehler in Parks and Recreations, I know. If you say the her husband or whatever the guy's name is. Not her husband, but the the other dude with the mustache in it. I know him. Nick Nick Swartzen, that's the character, right? No, Nick Swartzen's another guy. Oh, never mind. Nick Swartzen's the guy in all the Adam Sandler movies. It is? Okay. Not in all of them, but in some of the newer ones. Got it. Uh, yeah, Ben Schwartz. Yeah, kudos to him. I don't think he went and re-recorded his lines, but they they felt natural. That's kudos to the special effects team and the arts team too. They I, made I will... that movie like because <laughs> it felt natural. It felt like that other design never even existed. Well, I I will say that it would not surprise me if you know a lot of time when they especially when you talk about effects-heavy movies. What they put out for the trailer is like the first, the first finished work, you know. So it's not like the whole movie's done and then they put out the trailer. And and Tyre Claw, hold on, sorry, sorry, Larry, I don't mean to cut you. Tyre Claw, won't you cut the fucking shit and just put a picture of him on it, please? He's done voices. Oh, okay. Uh, he's Dewey in Ducktales uh, again. I, that that voice is generic as fuck on that cartoon. Everybody has the same voice to me in DuckTales. Leonardo Rise of TMT. I, I ain't watching that shit. I'm not fucking eight years old. Put a fucking picture of Ben Schwartz, will you? Which one is... Which show is Rise of Who the gives TMT? a shit? We're talking about Sonic. I mean... Uh, I... Heck put a gif of somebody. I assume one of them is Ben Schwartz. They both look Jewish, so it could be either one. <laughs> they both look Jewish. He said, <laughs> dude, dude on, on the, the left. Again... Uh, I can't. T I, look, he's he's at 
a three quarter profile away from me, so I don't know. I can't make I can't make it out. Thank you, thank you, chat. Anyway, I'm I'm gonna close chat because this is aggravating me. Um, I will never know what Ben Schwartz looks like till after the show. Um, but yeah, what you were saying, Larry? Sorry. Oh, I was saying that that you know a lot of the time for for VFX movies. You know, it's like if you put out the trailer, it's like that's like the early work that is done. And and so like, you know, I mean, like basically they do the visual effects for the scenes that they're putting out the trailers for or that they might or they think will be good for trailers first. And then they finish up the rest of it. And Mm -hmm. so because people reacted so strongly so early, it very well might have been easier than you might think to replace it all. It just normally, normally people don't, you know, of course, like studios in the past haven't been like, yeah, we're going to fix it. All right. I don't guess how that affects the the voice actor's performance. Maybe it was good to begin with. But, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it probably didn't. It didn't. It, it, it probably didn't change the performance at all. It's probably just like, you know, that that's why I was just so it wasn't uh, as hard to change the like you know like the eye levels and all that kind of stuff because it probably wasn't done already anyway okay yeah I, I see a picture of Ben Schwartz I don't recognize him Thank you. yeah I don't I've never seen that man in my life but I, I haven't watched Park and Rec so uh, or Parks and Rec uh, I don't know how you even say it who cares I hear it's a really good show. I tried watching it like twice. It wasn't that good. Yeah. Uh, Caller, you're the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell people who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. I'm hacked. I'm uh, calling from, I don't know, someplace over here. Uh, I want to talk about comics. I'm not mad at that. Uh, first, though, Mo, you have any final thoughts on <clears throat> either Birds of Prey or Sonic? Anything else you want to share with us? Uh, no, uh, Birds of Prey. I'm sure there w- there was a lot. Like I had a lot of th- thoughts running through my head, especially since I watched past the point I wanted to watch it. But it, it just none of it really made sense, and none of it was good. So, yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> what? Why is that funny? Just look, just the way you said it is like it was so matter of fact, but so true. Yeah, <laughs> where it was like, yeah. it's like it's easy to feel nothing, like because you know, I like you know, I like some of those characters, but I'm not even like a fan like that. I'm not invested in these characters. So it's like watching something like that would make even like I could find virtue in it just because I'm not that into it, you know, but it won't and, even let you do that, but it won't even let me, cause it's just a bad movie. Like, right. <laughs> exactly. It's like, okay, I'm a, I'm a film fan. I like movies. Like, right. I'll, I'll judge it as a movie. And it's like, it's, it's a bad movie. Like, Everything that took, you know, an hour and 10 minutes to get to should have been done in the first 30. And then when everything comes to a head, it's like, well, yeah, if that's what your big conflict was, then 
yeah, I can see why you stretched all this bullshit out. Like, it, it's like one of those comics that you read that's, I guess that's how it is like a comic book. It's one of those comics you read that's a 40-page comic that should have been a 22-page comic. See, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. I don't know, man. It's like, honestly, I'm not certain that it's like, oh, well, they were just stretching things out. Because it doesn't feel like they were stretching things out. It just kind of felt like they didn't know what they were doing. It's like someone's <laughs> first comic book. And apparently, there's a... Um, so... We got a press release, and it turns out that there was a Jared Little Joker in it, but it wasn't played by Jared Little. It was played by a dude named uh, Johnny Goth or some shit. Doesn't Why would they do that? Because Jared Little's expensive, and it's something that's so stupid it was going to cut out anyway. But yeah, saying, but it wasn't contracted? No. Like, weren't weren't yeah. they showing Little... In some of the previews before I the movie came did. out, I think they yeah. did. It wasn't Leto. It was this dude named Johnny Goth, and I'll, I'll play. His, I'll put his picture in chat, and he's such a generic like. Um, this is direct from his um. What you call it? From the press release, so it, it's. The world's premier Jared Leto impersonator. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is, because even, like, from the band that that dude's in, like... What band's he in? Jared Leto? I forget the name. Oh, oh, you're talking about Jared Leto. You're talking about Danny Cost. <laughs> like, it looks like he's playing in that band's, like, cr- uh, cover band. You know what I mean? He's playing in a cover band of his own band? No, of Jared Leto's band. Like, the way he looks. The Leto's. Oh, gotcha. Like, when they show him playing his music, like, he looks like he's in that band, too. Like, But I guess that's the dude in the footage that we got, the behind-the-scenes footage that we got that one of our faithful fans recorded for us that happened to be near the the shooting. But, but yeah, they didn't even use it, but they somehow they felt like Earshot Media felt like letting us know that he was in the movie. And... Yeah, you can stream Johnny Goth's latest music video, Waste. Yeah, but do at, we want uh, to? Sounds like a waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> at youtube.com slash watch question mark V equals Y H one. What? Why don't they just give me a fucking link? These people, like, do, do they know? You know, fuck them. Don't stream this fucking music. Listen to fucking Ice Earth. All right. Grow some fucking balls and listen to fucking Eister. All right. Th- thanks, Tiger Claw, for that information in the Discord. Man, he is all in for the Sonic movie. Look, it, Sonic's the new Dr. Manhattan right now, so. <laughs> Word. Anything CG and blue, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> all right cool so hex man what comics do you want to talk about i don't know man i'm more um comic related toy stuff because toy fair just went down yes oh, yeah and um i don't know if it's good to talk about it now because it's technically news 
Oh, man, we could, we could, you know, like, as long as, as long as the rest of the crew's okay with it, we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, go for it because we didn't put it in the news. Okay, so um, they showed some stuff from McFarland Toys. Yes, and one of the big things he's doing right now is he's doing a Kickstarter to put out the original line of Spawn toys, but all redone. You know, what like I'm remastered versions. Yeah. Like Marvel Legends style, but McFarlane Toys style. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's almost like a along the lines of like a uh, like a, uh, a a not a repaint. No, 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 a not a repaint. Yeah, like um, you know when they put Street Fighter HD Turbo whatever out, and it was all redone graphics and looked better. Yeah, that's how these are. Oh, so they're like actual remolds. Yes. Oh, like wow. high level, but it's based on the original toy. And you said Kickstarter? Um, that's what I read. I didn't read. I didn't see the whole little Facebook movie that he put. But it's basically he's gonna kickstart each figure. I just care about the wait. Link. Hold on, because I'm looking this up at the uh... <laughs> Mo, Mo's like take my money. <laughs> I, I'm oh, lo- dude, I got like. I, uh, look, I, we might have to like take a loan on Fantastic Forum <laughs> as an IP because I got like nine Kickstarters there that looks like they're all getting funded. Uh-oh. <laughs> Mo's going to have to do a GoFundMe for his Kickstarters. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm looking at the, uh, the Toy Fair stuff from McFarlane. Yeah. What does everything I look at say Fortnite on it? That's where he it makes what? He says he, Fortnite. He, he makes a lot of Fortnite toys. Yeah. I think he makes the Fortnite toys. Yeah. Okay, then I'll start so posting that, these. That picture you put in, in Discord with McFarlane and Spawn, that's the Mortal Kombat Spawn. Mm. But, now, um... Like, so... I can't find his Kickstarter... I, I didn't even see a link for it, honestly. He Maybe said it was going to be yet. a Kickstarter? Yeah, that's true, too. It could but not it's, be live. <sighs> it's, supposed, it's supposed to be under something like McFarlane Masterpieces or McFarlane Toy Masterpieces. It's so funny that you say that because I opened up a box the other day. Um, and it was the original Spawn. Well, Well, no, really, like, because you know I moved, and so I'm like unpacking some things, and one of the, the the boxes I had was some of my old Spawn figures, and and yeah. one of them was literally like a, a figure that kind of came. It had like a whole. Um, uh, I mean, you know how McFarland Toys at a particular point, especially when they were like super popular, was doing like almost like mini dioramas. Oh for their yeah, toys. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I had one of those. And it was like a spawn crouching on a on a like broken down brick wall, like basically almost like you know like a, a almost like a ru- ruined graveyard, and it had like yeah, yeah. A, a whole tree. And of course, the toy is like in a crouching position on the top of that wall, and it has like of course all the chains and all this stuff because the sculpt work on those McFarland toys are so amazing. And yeah. uh, I was looking at it, and it wasn't. It obviously it wasn't in great condition. It was in good enough condition. Like I could definitely, you know, if I wanted to like 
take the time to clean it up and maybe like have somebody like restore some parts of it, it could be like as good as new, but it but definitely it wasn't new. Was it in the box? No, it's not in the box. It's, oh, it's okay. out of the box. You know, like it's you, worthless. I mean, <laughs> no, but that, that's but the thing about the McFarlane toys. That's the that's the worth. It's like the the display value. Like they look good like that. Um, yeah, they're like I, little statues. I lost a lot because I had the whole Metal Gear Solid line. Oh, Ooh. nice. And I had the Curse of the Spawn. You remember the Curse of the Spawn, Larry, where he's crouching too, but oh, yeah. he's a to like do his finishing blow with the cleaver. Yep. Like and he's just like his face is all burning. He's like screaming like he's gonna be his last hit. Like that one was good. I had um I had Creech and Cygor. Yeah. And I think Cygor was actually worth something because it was rare. Like they didn't do too many of them. Oh wow. And then what else did I have? I had the Metallica, like the whole band with the set, like because you could buy the band by itself, like the band members, but yeah. you don't get the Injustice for All tour, like backdrop. So, and I had, but I had the whole backdrop too. I don't know. I guess when my mom moved, she donated it all along the way. I mean, donated. He means I'm okay with it. Like I just like, I don't want to hold on to any of that shit. Like I had nowhere to put it. I'm like, fuck it. Like give it to a little kid or some shit. But yeah, but now I want to buy these all the Kickstarters McFarlane. So the way he explained it was, each figure is going to have its own Kickstarter, I think, and you know you're going to Kickstart to get the figure. It's like what what a lot of the video game companies and shit do now. Yeah, and he only showed the Spawn, the original. Well, the the Spawn that came. In the first set, and then the remade, and then um, a remade medieval spawn, which looked dope. I'm down. Oh, great! One of my kickstarters I just saw is nine hundred and seventy-eight percent funded. <laughs> how, how much did you put into it? I don't even know. Let me see. <laughs> Because it's like sometimes, you know, some of the rewards, like, oh, just for that, man, if I'm going to give them money, I might as well get something better out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is called yeah. Metal Shade. It's a comic book about a. Um, it's a comic book about a black metal. Uh, I'm sorry, a black magic strike force. And it's made by <laughs> Isabel and his wife. And that was my selling point. Like, oh, 20 bucks. I got the wild card reward. I don't know. I guess you get a physical and a digital copy or some shit. Maybe something else. And then, Why'd you kill it, Tiger Claw? <laughs> uh, you said Tiger Claw killed the stream. But you're still recording, right, Oz? That's right. Yeah. Okay. It says we're still connected, too. Yeah. It, it oh, probably... Back. There yeah. it is. All right. oh, look, sounds yeah, like, sounds like that Florida internet. <laughs> of course, Florida. Um... <laughs> And yeah, the next one I guess to be funded is Space Face. It's at eighty five percent right now. Oh shit! And that one I did forty bucks. Man, that one I actually want to see because Space Face is a 
It's a documentary that questions the existence of th- uh, uh, questions existence through the life and career of comic book artist Michael Allred. So, wait, is that the dude making it? No, the dude making it is Han Allred, his son. Okay. Oh, okay. Huh. Okay. What? what, what so the son is making a comic about no, his father. A documentary movie about oh, his father. Yeah. Oh, okay. Documentary. Yeah. Okay. And uh, now I get it. Yeah, I get a. Uh, says represent your support with a snazzy space face T-shirt. Includes space face T-shirt. Exclusive update. Your my name in the credits. Yeah. All right. And uh, a thank you on the space face website. It's about a fucking forty dollar t shirt. But I like it's it's nice. Mike Mike Allred art on the t shirts on down there. As long as it's black. They give me something other than black, I'm gonna be pissed. Email him. I wanted a black shirt, you stupid Yeah. Like if they just send me the file, like I'll just have Heck Dog Heck Dog Inc. like make my shirt for me in black. Yeah. Double XL tall. Yeah. I mean, I can do that too. Yeah, yeah, but I wanted the art. <laughs> but yeah, these spawn toys look good. And uh, like, why is he taking so long to put it on Kickstarter? Like, man, that dude's so scatterbrained. Well, but, but I mean, keep in mind too that I mean, at Toy Toy Fair, he made an <clears throat> announcement. That's how you build buzz, right? Yeah, you're asking the you want asking money. fucking money. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> you want buzz or you want fucking money? Well, but the idea is he's trying to build anticipation. Fuck that. I want to give him my money now. <laughs> well, listen. He's he's banking on the fact that you're going to want to give him your money more in a week. Like, I don't want to give him my money anymore. Like, I want... I literally, like... the f- Even the fact that, like, he didn't do, like, a, a Kickstarter for the whole set. Because I would have gotten the whole set. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be one figure... Her, or like the whole set at one time. He did. He didn't really explain that well. It's like what? What set, Mo? I I don't know. Like what? Exactly. Like the ones that are the, the ones that the, 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 the heck said. But yeah, what I'm he saying said, is, he said he was going to put the whole he listed the original a, first set. Yeah, he's going to remake the whole original first set. I want why not? Over why not do? But why I not do it tremor. to to gauge interest? I want tremor. What the fuck you need to gauge interest for? Like, just do them all and collect the fucking money and do it. Listen, man. Spawn's not what it used to be. It, it, that's why it's going on Kickstarter where he only needs, like, 30,000 people to get it. True. Well, but what, what I'm saying that's to you is... That's why he's handling for the fucking money. Like, if you're gonna... Look, I'm the type of motherfucker that if a homeless person makes eye contact with me and I'm at a place where I'm gonna be spending money... That's the luckiest homeless person in the world. That's <laughs> 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Because in my head, I'm like, you know, I'm over here drinking my money. Like, I'm going to give this guy. Maybe he, look, if he's going to inject it or ingest it, that's on him. But he's keeping me from a blackout. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so fucking Tom McFarlane, I want to give you my fucking money. That's he's- the title of this week's episode. Well, th- this is this is the downside of being so hands-on that you don't do shit right when you show it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, like, I, I like I, he should have had it go live at the moment of the announcement. Like, how great would it have been? I mean, that's how that's how Steve Jobs used to do it. Well, you know, listen, OS is ready for download now. You you feel that way until it happens, and then maybe he's like, "Oh well, you know, we can't we can't fulfill all the orders, so we're we're cutting it off." Look, and then you didn't get look, to get your figure. Look, and that's the thing. Kickstarter guarantees you one. Like, if you do a Kickstarter, that means you're making one for each person. Fucking Image Comics on solicitation, Spawn Productions or Spawn.com or whatever, McFarlane Productions guaranteed that. Like, any Spawn comic you order through previews, like through your distributor, that's the one that gets printed. They don't do more. Like, he knows that business model. All right. I'm just saying. It'll it'll go up. You'll be able to give him your money, Mo. I want to do it now. Got how, it. How good would it have been to do it live on the air? <laughs> Dude, you should just uh, email him. Don't on, on Twitter. I want to give you my money, motherfucker. <laughs> you should do that. <laughs> That's on brand, Mo. Well, don't maybe don't cuss at Todd McFarland, but Fuck do him. it. Cuss at him. What's he gonna do? He knows. But what's up. listen, at least make sure that it's absolutely not on Kickstarter yet, because we don't want him to be like sending the link. Like, why didn't you find it? <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing: I would actually go on Kickstarter more and Patreon for that matter if the shit was easy to find. Like, their search functions don't work that good. Yeah, I believe that. Literally, have to click on that link and then. Yeah. And it's like, I have the app, so it's like, I click on it, and it's like, I don't want to sign in on the browser. Like, that shit ain't secure. Like, I want to sign in on the app, and then it's like, open the app, but it opens the app at, like, the start screen, not, like, in that same page. But everything else does it on that same page. Right. You motherfuckers are trying to panhandle people for this fucking money. Like, (laughs) why don't you? What? And then the way you said it, that makes it funny. I'm sorry, dude. That's what it is. And no, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. It's not. It's not that. I'm not laughing at you. I promise. I know you're not laughing. But what makes it funny is just how real you are when you say that stuff. Or like, oh my god, like Mo doesn't care about anybody's feelings. I'm not mad at you. They're feeling. Like, Tommy Farley don't care about my feelings. You know, I couldn't finish getting certain toys, but yet every fucking. <laughs> Mark McGuire fan got his fucking toy. You know? <laughs> That's no, there's only like five of them. Yes. Yeah, made, so made like ten figures. Farley's feelings. Wait, when you say he made ten figures, you're talking about for Mark McGuire or you're talking about for Spawn? Uh, Mark McGuire. Oh, okay, got you. Because nobody like, gives a shit about Mark McGuire. It's not I, the 90s anymore. I couldn't get my... Okay. I couldn't get my full set of Tom McFarlane's Dragons and Todd McFarlane's Zodiac. Because certain stores didn't want to carry certain things because, guess what? Dragons and Zodiac is a little too close to mysticism, and middle America don't want them. And as a brand, this fucking company, the only place that sells toys, don't want to carry them. You know what I mean? Right. And it was before internet times like that, too. Like, But yeah, I can get my fucking roided up. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa figures to fucking butt fuck each other, but but think about how ex- how much more worth that um, Sammy Sosa figure would be right now. 
Because it was black. I don't give a fuck about no Sammy Sosa figure. But it would be worth so much money right now. I started this conversation by saying my value with Tom McFarlane figures meant I could take them out and display them. That's what I give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about reselling. The shit that I left at my mom's house when I moved out, I told her to just throw the fuck away if she wanted to. I didn't care about the monetary value or the value I paid for them. I cared about how they look when I wake up in the morning. So fuck a Sammy Sosa and a fuck Mark McGuire figure. Now, start that fucking Kickstarter, Tom McFarley. God damn it. So, um... I got paid today. I'll I'll get in there, too. Yay, there it is. Rel- reluctantly. So, you know what? Now I'm, mad. I'm not even going to give Tom McFarley no money on Kickstarter. <laughs> Oh, you keep it to yourself, Todd McFarlane. Yeah, fuck it. We're out. Yeah, shove those remasters up your fucking ass. I'm still. I I didn't even realize I was that mad about the Mark McGuire figure. <laughs> like I remember going to look in that section. It's like okay, so we got this. I, I don't have this yellow dragon. Okay, that's on my list. And I don't have that. The one. The the one Zodiac. Uh, the fucking Tommy Farley Zodiac one I couldn't get was fucking Taurus. It's not there. It's like that they had the they had the ones that looked less demonish, Aquarius. <laughs> and, uh, hey, hey, come on. And come Virgil, on. Hey, it's not your fault, but you know you got lame looking signs like the portrayal. Yeah, I, li- I like water. Yeah, but it's a water bearer, like somebody holding water. Yeah, did you Sa- know Sagittarius sign? was tight though? Oh, look, I, I would never know. It wasn't there. But, yeah, I had fucking hockey figures. I had fucking... This motherfucker had a Tony Twist figure. I don't know who that is. I mean, you know who the fuck it is? You know exactly who the fuck it is, Larry. You don't even... Oh, oh I'm sorry. From the Spawn comic. Yeah, but there was a whole loss of the guy didn't want his name... like. Yeah, he was a hockey fan, so he put the name of the hitman T- Tony Twist, the real Tony Twist, because you know he twists. That's all he's good for, twisting, you know, playing hockey. He's like, I don't want my name associated with that. A whole lawsuit, and then he still had a fucking hockey uh, Tony Twist figure. Yeah, in fucking Walmart, motherfucker. I can't get my Taurus Zodiac figure or your Sagittarius. I don't give a fuck, man. Taurus. <laughs> she wanted the Taurus, man. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Tom. If I ain't giving no shit. <laughs> so, speaking of Toy Fair reveals, uh, Marvel Legends, I mean, they revealed a lot of stuff, but what concerned me and that I was like, looking forward to it, hoping they would reveal was uh, they had teased their Age of Apocalypse Mar- Marvel Legends line and they did show the entire line. And so it's uh, Dark Beast, uh, you know, Weapon X or Wolverine, Jean Grey, uh, Morph, Nate Grey, Wild Child, and um, Sunfire. So all the Age of Apocalypse versions of all of those, um, I'm pretty much going to go all in on the entire line. And up a, like, a lot of those we knew were coming, 
Um, but no one knew what the build a figure was going to be. Oh, they revealed I the build a figure. I see huh? the build a figure. I see why you want this. No, no, no. See, but uh, of course, because you know it's me. Build a figure, of course, is Sugar Man. You know what? <laughs> he's, got, he's got Mjolnir too. So you know, it's I, I'm not mad at it because it looks good. It looks like the Age of Apocalypse Sugar Man, which is is uh, right you know, up your alley. <sighs> listen, what I'll say is this: I'm. Uh, I definitely didn't need an additional Sugar Man figure because <laughs> I already got one. He's got flair on the, on his suspenders and everything. But but I, you know I guess I can have two. I, I there's definitely every like there were so many characters that I was hoping was going to be other than Sugar Man. I gotta what, get like, you. I gotta you get you this Sugar Man. This is like the the Mo Magnum Sugar Man. But Nowhere. that's the that's the Age of Apocalypse one. Yeah, yeah. He's got a. Must- I, I I think it's just amazing that you pulled off somehow reverse willing that into the universe to get a build a figure of Sugarman. Uh, yeah, yeah. I should have. Like it's so crazy because I was like, well, I'm hoping they're gonna do Sabretooth because you got Wild Child. Yeah, but you had two left arms. What do you mean? Like when you look at like let's say you all you saw was that Nate Gray or whatever. Uh-huh. Is that what that is? Yeah, that's Nate Gray. Yeah. So like let's say you saw that and he's like, okay, two buff arms. Okay, who could it be? And then you're thinking saber two because of watch out, but it's like two left arms. Like, okay, so who oh. has who has two left arms? You know? No, 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 no. The the these this is the stuff that came out of Toy Fair, like after they Revealed who the builder figure was. Before that, all we had was the figures. Oh, so, okay. so no <laughs> one knew what the builder figure was going to be. Like they literally were showing all these figures like outside of the packaging. Right, like the I, obviously we if we saw it in the packaging, nobody would have any. Like we would know, like okay, that's Sugar Man. Like I could tell you from the the leg that comes with Morph that that's Sugar Man. I I could have told you from the hairy ass back that Wild Child. Hairy ass back. Yeah. Because you know, Sugar Man, of course, is you know he's he's round. Yeah. So so the the build a figure comes with the the midsection. I can't even say the midsection. It's literally like the face detaches from the the, the middle part of the torso, and then they put the back as another piece of the of the build a figure in a different <laughs> packaging. So I'm just like, it's like they sliced them like a salami. Right, exactly. He's like, right, this fool is like in pepperoni slices. They treat him like, <laughs> like a piece of meat. And I'm just like, man, like I'm 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 really wondering if there's people out there like, oh man, it's Sugar Man. I'm like, Jesus Christ. There has to be one. Oh, there's more than one. I'm just <laughs> trying to figure out how many is it. Like who I've I've never met a Sugar Man fan. Yeah, I haven't either. Like never once. Like X Men, like you tell them Sugar Man, and they like, oh yeah, and they and then you know off the air they're like, is he like sugar power? Like what? <laughs> you, know, like, yeah, you know, and that's the thing. Like Larry, like, you remember that interaction, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing where it's like, 
I like I didn't like Sugar Man is like this is uh, this is gonna be a deep ref a deep cut reference here for some people and uh, you have to forgive me because some people are gonna be like what like so if if you can go back in in hip hop history to Jay Z's Can I Get a it's a song that features friggin' Ja Rule. It was actually a Ja Rule song, and Jay-Z stole it. He's like, I like that. It, I like how that turned out. Put it on my album instead of Ja Rule's. And Ja Rule was brand new, and, and Jay-Z had clout. So they were like, okay, Jay wants it. So sorry, Ja Rule. And he's like, oh. And yeah. So, <laughs> oh. But it was, like Jay, it was the best verse that Ja Rule has ever spit, which makes sense because it's like, his first single, and he's like, I'm on here with a legend, Jay-Z. I want to make sure I put my best foot forward, right? That song is like the the generation next comic book. Like, Sugar Man is the jaw rule of that. Where it's like, okay, yeah, Sugar Man's work in that, in that series was fantastic. Which, because it, the story was made for Sugar Man to be like the bad guy in. And it made sense who he was and how he did his thing in that book. For Sugar Man to be one of the few people to escape the, the, the amazing alternate reality that is Age of Apocalypse into the real world, it, it baffled me from day one. When I watched it happen in the comic, I was like, why is Sugar Man getting to go? But now like, that's like Secret Wars and everything after, like, he's oh, still yeah. Oh, yeah, listen. Listen, I'm waiting for Sugar Man. Like, Sugar Man got killed in in the X-Men series that happened before the Powers and and uh, uh, Powers of Ten and House of X. He got killed in that series before, and I was just like, oh, wow, okay, cool. We look, Sugar Man's dead, dead. <laughs> I'm like, I guess we won't have to worry about Sugar Man. And then they did House and Powers, and I'm like, oh, damn, anyone could be back now. And I'm just, I'm sitting here waiting. I'm like, god damn, someone's going to bring back Sugar Man, aren't they? Like, Sugar Man for all I, like, I, I'm shocked he hasn't popped up somewhere yet where I'm like, Sugar Man's one of the most important, like, I'm, I'm just happy he's not one of the five, right? Like, he, <laughs> he'd be like, Sugar Man makes it so every mutant can live again. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, I was just like, he going to pop up because I can't get away from him. He has a builder figure. That that's so, the bane. That's your bane. I'm just like, look, it could have been it could have been Sabretooth. It could have been Holocaust or Nemesis, however you want to call him now. It could have been Apocalypse. Well, look, what I know is they're gonna do a second line, because this line here are you know, while these are all figures I want, this is not like other than probably Weapon X and Gene Gray, this is not like your friggin' like okay. the most wanted Age of Apocalypse figures here, and maybe Dark Beast too. Yeah, you're right, Dark Beast. But but and you know, like Dark Gray. Beast. Say again. And Nate Gray. Well, you know, I feel like I I want Nate Gray, but I could understand that not most people would want Nate Gray. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, but but the fact is, I mean, like I said, I want all these because I want a full shelf of all the pertinent Age of Apocalypse figures. And, and what you know. Sugar Man. Say what? You want that sweet, sweet Sugar Man. <laughs> I, I, want, I, I even want Age of Apocalypse Sugar Man, hence why this is 
not as bitter of a pill. But the one the you first have, build, build a figure though, is kind of like uh, Larry. The one you have is the Age of Apocalypse one too. No, I mean yes, yes, and no. In the sense, like, look, it, it's funny because I, I, I have it right here. I, I keep it, I keep it in uh in arm's length. I was hoping you threw it out the window. I keep it at arm's length because you know, like, it, he likes to throw it against the wall. It's one of those things where it's like, it, it is like, well, okay. You know what? What I'll say is this: is that it's not that this one is not the age of apocalypse, Sugar Man, but it doesn't look like the Sugar Man. It's not like the age of apocalypse design, like from the book. Okay. It, it's like how people have kind of revisited Sugar Man after the book. Okay, and so, and and you know this one I think could definitely, like if if Sugar Man wasn't the builder figure, this one could definitely stand with those figures and be more than okay because it's the right. I think it will probably scale properly. Yeah, but it doesn't look like, like Bachalo. Right, that one looks more like Bachalo. Right. So that, that Bachalo is a legend, dude. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, but look, trust me, like, the, this one will not go um, un, unused. Like, it will be on the same shelf with my other Age of Apocalypse figures from this line. In fact, until I might, you get to build a figure. No, not, not till. No, it'll be there with it. It'll be there with it. Because, like, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to. Um, I'm going to probably. Hit hit, uh, Mike tomorrow at Atomic Basement because Mike Mike is good for ordering Marvel Legends and mess around and just be like, I need this whole set, like just <laughs> just order the box. And you know I know that he has like he has multiple people that like just they just do that with every Marvel Legends figure. I mean every uh, set of Marvel Legends, which I'm like that's crazy. Because every set's not good. But. God damn it. I can't find the picture of the thing I wanted to show you. No. Oh, this was last year. Why are you looking? Do you have time to hear about the second coming of our Lord? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, I do. It is Ash Wednesday. That's why I picked this book for Ash Wednesday. I've been sitting on it. Cool. Let's talk Uh-oh. about Second Coming. Yeah. It's. Oz, you want to play that literature music? Oz passed out. <laughs> Comic book. Review. Comic book. Like, review. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but. Like. I did just spit out a piece of lung, but go on. <laughs> no, no. We'll miss you, Oz. We'll miss you. So, uh, yeah. This book, Second Coming, this is a book that was supposed to be a Vertigo book. And then, you know, the Antichrist, Dan Didio, uh, 
put the kibosh on it. You know what I mean? It was too, too blasphemous, too salacious, sacrilegious. So they, 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 but luckily Ahoy Comics came around and they got a bunch of balls. The balls on these motherfuckers to publish these fuck, this fucking book. Um, <clears throat> the book is written by none other than the Mark Russell, uh, artist Richard Pace with uh, finished art by Leonard Kirk and Andy Troy. They did the Earth pages, which is, you know, I guess they had to redo them because of the contract that they had with DC or something. Yeah. Um, but this book starts at the creation of humanity. And it's Jesus telling you how God did things and why Jesus wanted to do things his way. Like, that's what I got from here. It's that God and Jesus had two ways of viewing humanity. And I can identify with both. Like, that is the torment of my life, is that I do identify with both. Which is why I choose not to believe in either of them. But, it, yeah, this book, man, Larry, they killed this book because it spoke the truth. <laughs> why are you laughing at the sacrifice of our Lord's comic? No, the comic's here. Barely. Why? Why barely? Well, because you know it's a smaller venue. It's you know very few people reading it. Oh, there's dong in this. I didn't even notice because my heart is pure and I have seen the light. I think that's Adam. I, I did see titties though. I I would post it, but I think I would get banned. Ah, fucking post it. There's boobs in it, too. I did notice that. I didn't, oh, yeah, there he is, playing with his dog. <laughs> Where I noticed the boobs, <laughs> he's in the background playing with his dog. Right. Anywho, um, yeah, there, it's, I mean, Larry, you read it. Like, part of it is humor, but it's kind of like it cuts through some of the bullshit. We're like, you know what? That's kind of, makes some, some kind of sense, you know, like. If you're a follower and believer of the white man's God and, and the slaver's religion, like, you see how, how dumb that kind of is, where it's like, Jesus says, like, oh, he didn't want anyone eating this fruit from these magical trees. He he'd inexplicably planted in the center of the garden. I'm not sure why he thought this would work, <laughs> you know? Like, that's a criticism I didn't think to do about the Bible. But... Alas, the revelation came to me today. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, it's filled with little things like that. But then Jesus like talks like so. What uh, I guess I should get to the plot. Basically, it details the creation of humanity, God's disdain for humanity because like these guys are fucking assholes. Like I tried drowning them and I still couldn't kill them. I still couldn't kill them. So like. And then Jesus says, well, Dad, why don't you let me take a crack at it? And then God's, like, happy because, like, oh, man, my son's going 
he's going to take care of business, the family business. Oh, yeah, let him know who's boss, son. And then he yells at humanity, yeah, watch out. My son's coming. He ain't going to take no shit. And then, you know, he dies at 33 years old. <laughs> he goes back to heaven. God's like, what the fuck? You only lasted 33 years? Like, what the fuck's your problem? So Jesus is a disappointment to God until, you know, present day when there is a Superman that came from another planet and protects Earth. And he's like, see, you got to be more like him. I'm going to send you down to intern with him and learn how to really save humanity. So God pawns off Jesus on this. Uh, I forget the dude's name. I mean, it's Superman for all intents and purposes, but I, I think it's the, like, is it? And that's not Sunstone, right? It's no, it's Sun, sun something. I'll, I'll find it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's, it's Sunstar, but he kind of looks like Apollo. Yeah, it's yeah. Sunstar. You got that. It, yeah, he does look like Apollo. And then uh, Sunstar is his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because we both just said it and you said it again. I don't listen to you guys. <laughs> Anywho, so when you know the whole the whole dynamic with with uh, Sunstar is that him and his Lois want to adopt the kid, but they won't let them because they're not married, and they can't get married because he's an alien. You know, he's not human, and it's a whole thing. So. Uh, that's where God takes advantage of the situation and says, you know what? Here, adopt my son. <laughs> yeah. But he's all grown. And then God says, uh, sorry to put him off on you, but yeah, I gotta go. And he leaves. And then, you know, Sunstar teaches Jesus how to save humanity. And he starts by busting a warehouse of... <laughs> he starts by Busting a warehouse of Pokemon card counterfeiters. Ah, those and, dastardly counterfeiting Pokemon yeah. carders. And he beats the fuck out of them. And then Jesus heals them. And then it's like, you know, first of all, you, you know what you're thinking, like Pokemon counterfeiters. Like, why would they put that in there? Well, because it's the law. Like, it's against the law. And, and Sunstar is a protector of truth, justice, and the American way. You know? And. Earlier on in the book, like they, again, this book speaks some truth where it's like humanity's killing each other, so they get the Ten Commandments to hopefully be nicer to each other, but they end up attributing a, a newer way of killing each other <laughs> through faux morality. Um, and, and I was like, I read that, I'm like, fuck, this is gold. Um, but like Jesus said, like not everybody's gonna like this book because it's like throwing pearls before swine, you know. <laughs> That's not a joke. Jesus said that. No, I, I, I know that Jesus said that. It's just funny that, like, I love. I, I, it's like, like Jesus said, not everyone's gonna like this book. <laughs> I was like, did Jesus talk about this comic in the, in the Bible? Like, that's funny. But yeah, like pearls. Well, no, the white and and the slavers talked about in the Bible, but yeah. This is Jesus. Oh, gotcha. I just like hearing Mo quote Jesus. This is the word. Oh, look, look the ex, the first expert in the Bible is the devil. Yeah, he's the first one in church. Is the devil? There you go. Yeah. Um. So he beats up and, and all these, and then <laughs> he ends up healing. Like you know, sometimes like 
He's like, what? Where, where, where'd they all go? And Jesus says, uh, I healed them. And he goes, what? What for? Why? Why would you do that? And Jesus says, because they needed it. And then he goes, you can't go healing people just because they, they're in pain. And Jesus says, why not? Just that phrase, why not, is hit hard, you know? Then he says, because some people are evil. And then Jesus asks him, why are they evil? And Sunstar replies, well, mainly because they're in pain. But that's beside the point, he says. And uh, then he goes on into the whole sacrifice of the cross, which is a whole touching story, sub subplot within subplot uh, of this comic. This one like 30-page comic has like three or four subplots, and they're all interwoven together. Uh, they, you know... Some work better than others. I'm not going to say that it's perfect in that sense. Even in some of the dialogue, it's not perfect, but it, the the message comes across in this book pretty well for me. The message of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Real Jesus. Short. Uh, he's fair-skinned here, but I'll, I'll let that slide. <laughs> but, you know, uh, one of the last things he says in the book he basically says people don't believe in God as much as they hope for a witness to their suffering. And the world isn't saved by violence and bribery by power. It is saved by being brave enough to not be intimidated and by being honest enough to not be bribed. And when we fail, it is saved by one act of forgiveness at a time. And I know I, through this episode, you've heard me not be in line with Jesus' teachings in the way I treated Harvey Weinstein, Disney, Todd McFarlane, but I hope you can find it in your heart to save the world one forgiveness in a time for me, for my transgressions right there. And with that, I give this book three meaningless cross crucifixions out of five. I'm sorry, <laughs> five out of five. Oh, five. Oh, I was like, geez. <laughs> like three. Like you said three out. Okay, average, but five. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I meant five. But yeah, the end. That is my sermon for this weekly <laughs> edition of Fantastic Forum. A place where you could come. I'm sold. You can give me your wounded, your tired, and together we could heal and in turn heal the world. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Larry, I didn't I didn't ask you what you thought of this book because I didn't want you to corrupt my gospel <laughs> with my so I assume you'll give it five out of five as well, so I'll take that. I'll put that there. <laughs> <laughs> no, all, all you people out there, you know, if you want to hear more of this this healing messages from Fantastic Forum, you can you, you can send through PayPal. You know, you give one, God will give you two. <laughs> to fantasticforum at gmail.com. The, the doors of the church are open. Yeah. But yeah, Larry, I, I love this fucking book. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to like go into the review, but I wanted to make it a succinct, almost like a testimony or, serve, or, or sermon. You know what I mean? I, That's I not counting exactly. on everybody reading it, but... But yeah, now now you tell me what you think, Larry. Now that I, I broke the shtick, <laughs> uh, you know what? 
I definitely understand why uh, Vertigo was like, I don't know if we should publish this. <laughs> like, I, I get it. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I get it. Is it really it, that blasphemous? It's not. Like, it's interesting because uh, there's a there's a um, like, you know, um, like like with most issue ones, you hear from the writer at the end in talking about the book. Did, did you read that by chance? Oh, no, I didn't. Um, mainly okay. because I didn't want the word of our Lord and Savior tainted by the editor. I had enough. No, no, it's not, it's not the editor, though, right? Cause no, no, but you know, but he's the, you know, the word of God edited through that man. Like, oh, God. <laughs> I had enough of that through the Bible. I was just going to take the word of God as face value. Right. Sorry, I can't break that slow, like, peaceful voice. <laughs> I need to get mad. Where the fuck's my Todd McFarlane figures over here? <laughs> yeah, Mark. Mark Russell is, is the writer. And, um, you know, it's so funny that you say it like that because at the end of the book, like, he basically calls himself a blasphemer or that, you know, like, acknowledges, like, you know, I'm sure there are people that are are reading this. Like, actually, let me just, what, what, let me just say what he says because it says... Um, Oh man, hold on. I'm just trying to find the the right portion. Um Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Oh, here it is. It says um he says Oh wait, hold on. That might not be the right part. I'm sorry. This isn't great radio just at the paraphrase. moment. I apologize. Like Mo's right. I suck at pre-production. Yeah, Dude, just paraphrase. Again, you and, don't and, have to quote him exactly. Well, no. It, you know what it is? It's it's you're you're going against the word of God, and he he's, <laughs> oh, he, he's putting a, a a break on your tongue. He's disabling your blasphemous tongue. That's going to distort his message to the people that need the healing of pain. This is, yeah, this is why I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm trying to read directly from what it says. And what it says is, but as the second half of the New Testament is essentially an argument over the meaning of Christ's, Christ's brief visit to the earth, I consider myself to be in good company. If Paul, James, and Peter themselves can come up with a consensus about what Christ wanted from them, then thinking the arc welder who volunteered to teach your Sunday school class had it down to a peg, well, it's just a tad presumptuous. So for better or worse, this is my blasphemy, my stab at what I think Christ came to earth to accomplish and how you feel about returning to find the mega church tycoons, prosperity doctrine charlatans, and media uh, anger merchants uh, Oh, and, and media anger merchants had made themselves the executors of his estate. And so, um, and he also says, by no means am I suggesting mine is the only possible interpretation or even the best. Just that when I consider what is important and unique about the life and the words of Christ, the things that come to mind are his uh, empathy and forgiveness. And there's more, and it's worth reading. Because it's an interesting take, and and 
it it is definitely like like when I say again that I understand why they were were hesitant. I don't mean, and I, I don't agree that they shouldn't have done it, but uh, I, I I get it, and the the main reason um, is because like God is a douchebag. And like, which is only really the first part of the story, but but right. God, but God, but God is a douchebag in in this uh, in this comic, and you know, God and Jesus are are separate people in uh in in this book. Yeah, I mean, there are separate people in the Bible too. The way God handled things and the way Jesus handled things are are two different methods. Well, the- but the in the Bible they're not. They're not, they're not separate. They're they're three in one, right? Like that's like the mystery of the Holy Trinity, right? Yeah, yeah that was added in fourteen hundred. But yeah, I, <laughs> well, hey, listen. I mean, look, nobody's saying any part, any particular point or part of the Bible is, you know, the right part. It's just that you know, all of it was made at different points in time, obviously, and all of it was filtered. I think some in. people. I think some people say a certain part is right. I mean, that's not right. You're right. Some people do and some people don't. I well, all I'm all I'm saying is, you know, uh, or I should say, maybe depending on your belief, that alone might be like a strange thing. Another thing that is interesting in this too, which is emphasized more so in the earlier part. But even though it does show a little bit in the second part of the story, is that God nor Jesus is omniscient. Like they don't they don't know everything, and that's you know I understand how that wouldn't make for necessarily great storytelling. Uh, but you know I mean it, it it all depends on your take. But the fact is like things are happening and they're surprised by it. Because they're like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, so so that's another thing that I could see some people being like, you know, you can't do that because there are going to be people that are going to be really pissed by these kinds of things. But I think the biggest thing is that God is a douchebag, and that's it's very it's very like I've never seen anybody do that. Like even like Todd, like Todd McFarlane is far from uh, a fan of organized religion. And, you know, he made, like, heaven and, you know, heaven, angels, and even God, like, unlikable characters. Mm-hmm. But not, not like, not douchey. I you mean, he kind of had to, because they're the heels of the book. I mean, not... A lot of people are the heels of the book. Like, really, it's like, like, yeah. Spawn, or at least Spawn back in the day was literally like, you know, Al Simmons versus everybody. Yeah, yeah, heaven and hell and everything in between. Right. And so and overkill, violator. Yep. Look, <laughs> Ga- Gaia. Yep. <laughs> everything. Earth. <laughs> everything. <laughs> so it's just like one of these things where that was interesting. Also, too, another point in here where again, this is not anything that I feel like I don't know that. Like God being a douchebag in this particular way, like it took me aback a little bit, which I was, which I haven't said that about a comic book 
I don't know ever. <laughs> right? And like even even reading like postal, I'm like, oh man, like I might not have may not have necessarily been my cup of tea, but it wasn't like I can't believe someone did this. <laughs> you know, like I, I I was literally like, wow, like this is like this is different. You know, I've never seen a comic book go this far with this before. So I'm like, okay. But another thing that other people might take some exception to is there's definitely some um some young Jesus in here, like Jesus's childhood, which is not something you get a lot of pretty much anywhere. Um but what what I will say is all the the stuff you get from Jesus is pretty awesome. Yeah. Like I, I, I love all of it. I love all of it. Like where I was just like, you know, like the the characterization of Jesus in a lot of ways feels like how Jesus is supposed to act and how he very well may, might act in this particular situation. Um oh. With the exception, of course, of the omniscience thing. <laughs> but it's really interesting. And it's definitely like, you know, one of the things that, um, like the whole idea, there's a, there's a little bit of a, um, of a mention of the cross and Jesus' take on it. And just kind of like wondering, like, you know, why would that be important to people? And... That's like a debate that does happen in in many parts or m- many parts of the religious sector. Uh, and, I and of course, at the barber shop last week. Right, right, and in and outside the the the, the religious the religious sector. And I think that you know I feel like there's been like you know um, atheists and believers alike that have you know just kind of talked about it and just be like, well, you know, like I mean. Like, for instance, you know, the Catholic Church, usually when you see the cross, you see Jesus on the cross. Versus, like, say, uh, uh, a Protestant church, you know, um, a lot of them don't have Jesus on the cross. Because they're like, he's not on the cross anymore. And so, you know, I, I haven't seen a, a denomination of Christianity where they just don't use the cross at all, but I'm sure it exists somewhere. Yeah. Because there's, there's people that are just like... Hispanic, Hispanic evangelical, Pentecostal, they don't use it, it at all. Oh, no? Okay. It, well, there you go. Cross like philosophy. Yeah, because, you know, there's like, I know people have said, like, what if they had, like, electrocuted Jesus? Yeah, exactly. Which there was no electricity, but hey, okay, you know, or what if they had drawn and quartered Jesus? Would it have been like where I went to church as a kid? The whole thing was like, you don't need to wear a cross because the way you live your life and what people see in your actions is you representing Christ, you know, right? Which for a four year old kid, that's a lot of pressure. I mean, yeah, it's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it's. But I think that that's kind of like, and I feel like the the main like the main point of of Jesus's message is is actually very much demonstrated in this first issue with how he acts. 
and uh, yeah, it's it's interesting because it like it definitely has a contrast between Jesus as you know like well it's it's interesting because even like I, and this might be another thing that some people maybe took some exception with is like in this book it doesn't sound like Jesus died on the cross to save people from their sins or at least that's not why that's yeah like that's not what his right. plan was right and so i can totally see a whole section of people reading into that and just being like that that is actually blasphemy but you know <laughs> this is america and you you vote with your fucking dollar like you know exactly like exactly but again you know corporate warner dan didio like you know i oh, get it fucking dan didio man oh yeah i mean he wanted all the vertigo to go down so uh, he... We'll get to that to news. Thanks, Dildo. Larry, Larry uh, what do you do? Look, five out of five? Is that yeah, five? Five nails? <laughs> I, I, I think I'd give it four. four. Wow. Right. Four out of five. Wait, are we going with nails? Because I'm pretty sure they only use three. Yeah. Oh, geez, but that's man. how good it was. They had to do it twice. No. Yeah. yeah, but I liked it. I'll definitely read the second issue. And is it a it's a mini series or an ongoing? I think it's like I think it's not it has I mean, to be a mini series, right? I think it's actually more like twelve or something. Like I don't think it's it's like a full on oh, like mini. a maxi series. Yeah, I think a hoy just keeps vertigo going until they get canceled. No, but for Vertigo, it's a little different. But it's not Vertigo; it's a hoy. No, but that's where it started. Okay, but I don't think I don't think like Ahoy is not going to cancel it. Look, they don't count on ratings or sales like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> I they're still like, was it Captain Ginger or whatever? Like, it's still going. Um, <laughs> they in be in the end of this book, they have a bunch of new shit that's coming out that looks fucking tight too. Yeah, I'm like, pissed Ahoy off. Is, I pissed off that the one comic book shop around here that had a Hoy comics went out of business. Yeah, it's like a like a rub and tug now. I think <laughs> <laughs> maybe the comics are still in there, Oz. You should go check. Yeah, yeah. sure. That's where you got Sunstone. I'll let you guys explain that to my wife. Listen, I tell you though, if you go in there asking for a second coming, it's gonna be weird. <laughs> like, pay first. Pay first. <laughs> oh jeez uh, but yeah but man I, I, I will definitely read the second issue it did remind me a lot of Black Jesus too yeah I love <laughs> that and like you know Black Jesus is like that's like going to church like for real like you know but anyway watch Black Jesus too and second coming it's interesting though because I really thought what was about to happen <laughs> was like the superhero's wife was gonna like be immaculately conceived the the new messiah. Yeah. And this guy was gonna be tasked with like raising him. That's what I thought was gonna happen, and then it like it's just full grown Jesus, and I'm like, oh wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's different. I can't wait till Netflix fucks this up. <laughs> I I can't imagine Netflix ever really like 
I, well, maybe, maybe going for it. it. Maybe they'll do it. I don't know. They'll do. They did a documentary on flat earthers, like the virtues of flat earth. Like they they just got in trouble though, right? For for doing a uh, gay Jesus. Did they? I don't know. I think so. So they Who have gay Jesus. They have more balls than than Dan Didio. Huh? I mean. I guess. Look, I don't like. However, you want. It sounds like we need to move on to news. The way we keep talking about Didio. No, I'm gonna do a heavy metal minute and then go into news. But what? What? Uh. What was? What was Gay Jesus in? Um. What? I'm trying to think of what the name of the show is. The Third Um, Coming. No, no. Or the Refractory Period. It was Netflix. What what's the name of the show? Uh The First Temptation of Christ. Oh, nice. No, it's not the it's not. The yeah, that's what it was called, The First Temptation of Christ. That's what it was called? Yeah. Okay. Oh, but they only got in trouble in Brazil. Like nobody gives a shit about Brazil. Well, Brazil's very uh Catholic. Well, all no, of South America well, is very Catholic. I, it makes sense that it got in trouble in Brazil, but it's like Brazil. Like but Netflix fuck those brown people. Like we shows care. from Brazil, so who gives a fuck? Like, yeah. Brazil's on some stupid shit, too. Don't get me started. Okay. I was hoping you guys would get me started, but never mind. <laughs> no, because we got to get on to news. All right, I'm gonna heavy do, metal minute. Yeah, I'm gonna do this heavy metal minute real quick so everybody shut the fuck up for a second. Thank you, Heck. Right. So, last Friday. Okay, Mo, stop. Stop. Mo, stop. Whatever. Are you playing something in the background? Yeah. Okay. We, we no, we can't hear it, and it's fucking up your audio. It's fuck. Ah, oh, that's some bullshit. Send right. it to Oz. Nah. Well, send what to Oz? The music. For what? So he could play it, and it won't mess up your audio. You're on it's YouTube, still right? Mess up my audio if he plays it. No, you're on YouTube, right? But yeah, put it in post. What's the What's the song? Is Demons and Wizards Dark Side of Her Majesty. Jeez, why you gotta make it the long one? <laughs> that's a fucking like, awesome song in the album. Like that's fucking a lot of typing. Okay, wait. So there's I mean you don't have to play it because if you play it, it's gonna fuck up my audio too. No, I got it. What Demons and Wizards, what? The Dark Side of Her Majesty. Fuck. Dark side. See if I do everything in pre-production first. No, I don't. Dark side. Okay, and go. Alright, where was I? Uh, ah, fuck it. Just go to the news. I ain't doing no fucking heavy metal minute. It's playing. Uh, go, you sound fine. Yeah, but I'm, I was... I, I had rehearsed... I can't hear it. For one, and I had rehearsed it with the beats of the music, almost like I'm performing. Like my words are the lyrics to the song, so I, I can't hear it. I'm not fucking doing it. Go play the fucking news music. Oh my God, such a fucking diva. <laughs> hey, 
I'm probably one of the few people that listens to the show afterwards. So. <laughs> comic book news. We should have a like uh, comic book like Kurt. Uh, <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. All I'll say it is it. The song was playing, and we could hear you fine. Yeah, but I can't hear the song. All right, I I didn't know you had it like all timed out and like, look. You know everything I do is timed out. Even the pauses I take when I speak, even my stutters. Like we've talked about this before. It's how I do things. It's how I want the finished product to sound. Like I don't know why this is strange to you. <laughs> all right, what's the fuck's the motherfucking professional. There, look. I was waiting for you to say that. I was like, he's gonna say it, but you didn't say it. Yeah. X said it for us, though. Thank you. Yep. All right. Oz, please please give us the big news of the week, at least. So they finally got rid of Dan Didio. Now, when you say finally, did you feel like that was a foregone conclusion? I think he should, they should have got rid of him 10 years ago. Damn, like, really? Dude's been trying to kill Nightwing. Like, every fucked up thing that has happened in the Nightwing comics is because Dan Didio wants to kill him. They blew up uh, Bloodhaven in, I, I, what was the last one? Like Identity Crisis? No, not Identity Crisis. One of the crises. They blew up Bloodhaven is because Didio wanted to kill Nightwing. The whole Nightwing agent of Spiral, again, because Didio wanted Night. He's had it out for Nightwing. I think Joe would agree with me if he was here because Didio is also the one that kept Jeff Johns from bringing back Wally West. Really? Yeah. Jeff Johns wanted to do a Wally West thing, and Didio was like, no. He's been... Wow. He's been, he's so also you feel like he's been, holding, he's been holding DC back? Yeah. And, I mean, not that I don't appreciate, because he's done a lot for, the, for, for DC Comics. So I see him kind of as DC's Berlanti. We're like, mm. I'm glad Berlanti did Arrow because of all the things that came out of that. But every idea he had was kind of fucked up and better writers had to come fix it. Mm, got you. And then all the all like all Berlanti shows are basically the same where it's a hero with somebody behind a, a computer to help them. And that's every Berlanti show. It, similar thing. Didio has some great ideas. He's done some great things. I'm I'm glad he was there to put certain things forward but he himself like is i he's got one idea got it to kill nightwing he actually like i read a thing where he talked about the last time he tried to kill nightwing people were were stopping him in an airport and threatening him that he better not kill nightwing <laughs> that's wild so is he the reason New Fifty Two went off, or what? Uh, yes, but that's uh, you can't blame him entirely for that because that was like a whole company wide. We need to reboot. I mean, they have to have a crisis every every few years to kind of bring everything together. That was that was them trying to make money, but him being now are they saying he left or are they saying he got fired? So the initial report was, I think, like, it, it happened on Friday, and 
Oh, he got fired then. You, right. Nobody, nobody. The initial report went out on Friday, and I don't think anybody was certain at first. But I think at this point, people are are pretty certain that he got fired. Like was, yeah, asked to leave. And I don't know that anybody has gotten a solid reason as of as of right now, or at least I haven't seen it. There was also a thing in the news where insiders say that DC is at risk of like just shutting down if some shit fails. Right, and that's that's where I was getting at because the their next thing is going to be the five uh, G because I guess they're in league with AT and T. And five well, I mean, AT and T owns them, right? Well, then there you go. 5G, DC 5G, which they're saying is the the fifth generation of heroes. And they're saying that after the whole Dr. Manhattan thing, they've broken up the entire DC history into four different generations. And the fifth one is the one coming up, which is the the Luke Fox, Batman, and basically same heroes, new people, younger, different generation. And... Uh, as we we discussed this before, well, I guess on the on the phone was this is something that like Marvel tried this already and they failed spectacularly, right? Not just Ultimate, but I mean then then they also try to do the the new heroes thing, replacing yeah, the old all, ones, and it just all, all different. Yeah, and and it just did not work. I mean, I I, I will say that. You know how uh, there were definitely there was definitely uh, a vocal group of people that weren't feeling it. How how good it worked or didn't work, I think, is is somewhat debatable. Well, they didn't they didn't sell right. They had to go back to they had to bring the original heroes back. From the way I understand it, when Marvel tried it, yeah, there was a small like vocal presence, but the real telling factor was the fact that nobody bought these books and they had to go back to the original heroes to to get their sales back up and i know a lot of people said that that was because of the movies because people wanted a steve rogers captain america type of thing not whoever the replacement was you you don't know that the replacement at the time was friggin uh uh, friggin' Sam Wilson, Falcon. Uh, whether you know I know or care doesn't matter to the story. What? <laughs> what you know? Co-captain. I mean, yes and no in the sense that there was a point when there was both of them as Captain America, but for a minute it was only. Oh, okay. It was only Sam Wilson. Right, and nobody cared. Or nobody uh, so wanted to buy it. I guess that's the thing I, where I, I think weren't the I mean weren't the sales like not great and they had to bring back Rogers. Well, but I, I guess that that's the thing where it's like the sales like it's easy for people to say oh well the sales were bad because of the minorities. It's not like there was like a a huge dip in the sales after they made that choice. The sales were slumping already. And they were trying new things to reinvigorate it. And the, the numbers, some books went up, others went down. See, and now I don't see it as the, it, the sales weren't good because now it's a minority. I see it because they're, they're changing a character that, that people know 
And maybe the stories weren't as good either. But I can't talk about the stories because I never read them. Right. So I'm I just mean, going I with the. I'm just going I, with I the. Them. Look, if I get a yeah. Steve Rogers, if I get a, a Captain America book, I'm expecting Steve Rogers. Also, Larry liking him is, you know. No, but but yeah. here's the thing: it's like the stories weren't bad, and it, it's not. It, and it, I'm not even. And I'm not even saying like that. That like, oh well, you know, they were all right. I mean, like the the stories were good. And not every single one of them, but it's like there's a big difference between, um, you know, uh, uh, Sam Wilson's Falcon and the stories you tell with that with that Captain America versus Steve Rogers, you know. And it's like it, I, you know, it's one of these things where it's like it's it, I, like there. It, it a lot of it was about how you frame things, you know what I mean? Like some people were like, "See, we told you this was gonna fail," and it's like, dude, like you people act as if this was the first time someone's ever replaced Captain America. Like it's happened plenty of times in the book. In fact, three times before this time, but all of a sudden, <clears throat> people are like, "Well, we don't like reading Captain America unless it's Steve Rogers," and it's like. But if a casual fan came up and was like, I want to get a Captain America comic, and they saw it was Sam Wilson instead of Steve Rogers, it would be kind of a turnoff, right? I mean, sure, I guess. But then it's one of these things where it's kind of like, I mean, that that is basically kind of saying, though, it's about the fact that the character's a minority. Because if the... Is if it, it Yeah, because... A casual fan. If, 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 if they had come right before Sam Wilson and it was Bucky, and it's a completely different costume, wouldn't it still what, be a turnoff for a casual they're, fan? They're, they're they're not gonna know until they buy the book. But I mean, you can tell by a cover because it's clearly not the same costume. No, no, but it doesn't matter that Captain America could be wearing a different costume and still be Steve Rogers. But that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, but you. But what I'm saying to you is. A casual fan, not you. You, I'm set. You set the parameters. A casual right. fan doesn't know that that's not Steve Rogers until after they buy the book. True. I mean, right. sure. Like unless the they stand there and look at yeah. it, or they look at the mask and the cover. No, yeah. but it, uh, if you look at the mask and the cover, you can't tell that's not Steve Rogers. But they're gonna look through it. I mean, if they're you, not gonna buy it sight unseen. They may look through it. They may not. I mean, they do obviously. If you not look, look at it. if you look at Sam Wilson's Captain America, you know that's not Steve Rogers because he's black. But and the giant listen, wings. Say what? He still has his Falcon wings, though. I mean, he, the I, Falcon, I would say the, the Falcon based wings on looks. Based on looks alone, a casual fan might be more enticed to read a Sam Wilson comic of Captain Mar uh, Captain America because it looks so drastically different. If you're looking at one with Bucky and it's, you know, it's still a white guy. Not to make a racist or anything. But it it's different, but it's like what's going on here? But then you see Sam Wilson. Oh, what the hell is that? You know, they'd be more likely to buy that one than the Bucky one. I, I don't know that that's necessarily true. I mean, I, I think 
the costume will be different. But I don't think, like, you know, as long as they see a white face, they might assume it's Maybe. Steve Rogers, just in a different costume. Hmm. I see your point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's one of these things where it's like no one had any issue with who is Captain America until it was Sam Wilson. All of a sudden, people are like, hey, man, we need our Captain America to be Steve Rogers. I mean, I, all, I mean, no, I don't get I, like you're saying it's racist, right? I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to I don't know if I'll go so far as to say that it's racist. But it it's hard to say it's hard to come up with a different answer. I'm gonna because say it's like what like why all of a sudden is it such a big deal? It's like it happens all the time. Like legacy heroes didn't become an issue until it started representing groups that didn't happen to be white people. See, it bugs me that Jonathan Kent is going to be the next Superman, but Damien isn't the next Batman. It's Luke Fox. I mean, I, well, I like it, it has nothing to do with the fact that Luke Fox is black. Yeah, yeah. They, no, it, if you're going with Superman's understand. son, then I want you to go with with Bruce Wayne's son too, especially considering they had a book where they were the Super Sons. Yeah. Right. No, the, and that I can definitely understand. And uh, but here's the thing, though, I don't think that DC's thing is going to be this. Like the issue with it isn't going to be representation, because I don't think like I, I think that DC fans are different, and you know they're like I don't I they very well may not like it, but I don't think they're gonna. You know they're not going to dislike it for the same reason. I think, and I think they'll be willing to to like a big factor is going to be more about the fact that this is going to probably come across more like like a um, alternate reality story versus you know like we're we're flipping things in in the main continuity. So I think that's going to be a big factor. Along with the fact that, you know, I just think that that the DC fans might be a little bit more open to that. Like, you know, they're like, I, I think they might be like, well, if we're going to tell an interesting story, that's what we're what we care about. Nope. And I and I think that the some of the fans that Marvel has cultivated, some of them are are about that. Most of them probably, but there's a lot of people that have like kind of jumped on the Marvel bandwagon. That everything's an agenda to them. And it's just like, uh, like, okay. I don't know why we can't just tell stories, but that's fair. Uh, I'll take a peek at it and read it. But if it don't make sense, I mean, look. My Batman is dark and broody. You can have this Fox dude Batman. You can have 66 Batman. You can make Cesar Romero Batman. I don't give a fuck. I need my Batman dark and broody, and he has to be Bruce Wayne. See, no, but you don't, that's not true though, because you, it's true you for me. You're no, because you would read Nightwing as Bruce Wayne. I did right? though. You, 
I mean, you didn't, but you would. Maybe. You you wouldn't read Dick Grayson as Batman? I would take the same peak as I'm going to do with this one. <laughs> really? Well, he had, he really? had Damien Heck. as the dark and broody. Heck. Yeah. Say what? He had Damien as the dark and broody. <clears throat> it was still the yeah, but, Batman but Robin. not Batman. It, it's, the, it's the Batman and Robin Batman and Robin dynamic, but flipped. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's but that's not. But you see how now we're making caveats. <laughs> it's like you need your Batman dark and brooding until Batman's not dark and brooding, and it's like we're like if it's da- if it's Dick Grayson, you're okay with it. Batman I, not I wasn't okay with it. I I said it was wrong. I was happy when I saw that Batman's villains saw Dick Grayson smile and you, were like, what the, f- what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you the, smiling? The, the, You're not Batman. You didn't say it was wrong, Oz. You said you missed Nightwing. That's not the same thing. Here's where I'm coming from. With Dick Grayson as Batman, it was fine because I knew Bruce Wayne would come back. Right now, yeah, but- I don't know what they're doing with this long term. See, but but so I'll making, look at it. You're making you know all I mean? the same arguments that they made then with the with the that the supposed you know Marvel fan base made then, where it's like, oh well, we're not sure if Steve Rogers is going to be back, so we don't like this. It's like when in comics has the status quo never gotten? Back? I, I didn't say I wasn't sure if he was going to be back. I'm just saying I don't know what it is long term what they're but, doing. But what like? Does it matter if the if things go back to the way they were like a year from now or you know three years from now? Like either way, you're gonna get the like nobody here thinks Bruce Wayne is not gonna be Batman again. Right? Like well, if if the if the books don't sell, the DC's gonna stop publishing. Well, maybe. I mean that's the story. Is if 5G doesn't work out, they'll get rid of the whole publishing network and just stick so, to the movies. So 5G is... The, uh, you mean the movies that they don't know how to write? It's it's the event. Okay. I was thinking it's the actual rollout of their service. Oh, which service? The 5G service. AT&T Internet. Oh. Because that's yeah. what happened in Silicon Valley... Like, 5G wasn't working, and everything went under. No. Okay. Never mind, then. <laughs> I have nothing to add to this, because I don't give a shit about any of it. You don't You don't care if DC Comics shuts down? What do I give a fuck about it? Like, what they do for me? Well, <laughs> let me ask you this question. Would you like Marvel Comics to have the lion's share of... The comic book uh, uh, dollar share, or or like I mean, they're gonna have it. They make the better movies, so that that's promotion for. They're gonna have it whether DC goes under or not. You know, it'll be month to month. Maybe oh, maybe DC sells better graphic novels or whatever. You know, but yeah, Marvel, Marvel. (coughs) They they might even just shut Marvel down just for fun and just keep. Just make everything into movies and shows, and who who might shut Marvel down for fun? Disney. Why why would they do that? Because it, it's the mouse. 
Yeah, at one point it's going to be costing them money to make comics. Yeah, but see, I don't know. Like, I, like, like I if don't anything, the only reason they keep it up is so they have a loss on their tax filing. I see. I don't think that that's true. I think I think it's more about IP, and like you know, like it's an easy way to make sure that you're you're keeping IPs up. And so it's like, okay, like. See, there's easier ways. I mean, you got your Walmart shoes with the Spider-Man on it. Like, you got all your T-shirts everywhere. You got your cartoons. You got your movies. Like, I mean, they put out, you know, now they don't have that many movies coming out, but they got some TV shows. And it's like, I mean, who's they going to lose their rights to? Like, what's the, you know, why do they need to keep certain IPs up? Like. You know, I know there's a news story about Mephisto being the actual Satan now. And it's like, well, like, who needs to keep the Mephisto IP up? Like, you know I mean? What I mean? When, you, when you say who needs to keep it up, yeah. you mean, like, why Why would they keep it? Yeah, like, why, why would they need to print comics to keep that IP up? Because if you don't print comics, then you literally have to, like, have somebody go and register it every so many years for you in order for well, you not to this though because like like you know hercules they don't have to do that there's a lot no. of characters they don't have to do that with no well, you know Her- I mean? hercules hercules is literally public domain anyone right. can make hercules stuff no it's not yeah Me- you just call him mephistopheles no, 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 but Mephist, but that, that's a different person. It's a different Mephisto? character. That's not true. Yeah. That's the whole problem with this new story right here. Because they're making him Satan, and he's literary different. Yeah. Because he's oh. Mephistopheles. Yeah, but that's, that's the point, right? Like, Mephisto is not the same as that character. Yeah, who cares? I'm... I don't give a shit anymore. Fuck all of it. Man. Yeah. Fuck. It is. Like, I, yeah. I thought of nothing else. You would just not want Marvel to have like the the I mean they they, they have the, the the most market share. Larry, but... if there's anything that this world has shown me is that nothing that I want really matters. <laughs> is that what this world has shown you? Yeah, nothing I want matters. All right. Bloomberg is gonna be out of the race. Did you want Bloomberg? I think he's the only guy that could beat Trump. Really? Wow. That's fair. The Russians came out and said they want Bernie because they believe Bernie can't beat Trump. Yeah, but what do the Russians know? Uh, they know enough to get Trump elected the first time. They're like, yeah, we don't have to, we don't have to hack nothing if Bernie gets it. Listen, the, the Russians didn't, look, much like Donald Trump, didn't think that America <laughs> would, would elect that guy. The Russians were just as shocked as Trump was when he won. It doesn't matter, man. Again, nothing. It's all, it's all smoke and mirrors, man. It's all one big mindfuck. <laughs> That's all it is. And the, you know, the world's in chaos. Oz got coronavirus. It's spreading. They let everybody slide by without a quarantine for sixty days. They they let it happen. They let they let it happen. And, you know, they blame the food in China because, of course, that's the easy shit to blame because we already have preconceived notions about that. Right. 
Well, you know what it is. Wuhan has a, a biological warfare facility and it got out. Like, ju- just like fucking, like Lyme disease. You know what I mean? Like, that. That's it's just like that. And, you know, they let enough people die so they can get a good vaccine in the next two years. And then charge us premiums to give it to us. And the in all the chaos in the world, the only consistent thing is the shit you see on TV. You got the same commercials at the same time spot, the same TV shows over and over, the same stories to give you comfort. Fuck it all. Let it burn. Like, at least get me out of here. Where are you gonna go? I don't know, man. Now the eternal sleep, like. <laughs> Next like, phase of existence, like fuck it all, man. Nothing's we're, we're over here talking about fucking bullshit comic books. Who gives a fuck? People dying in this fucking world over shit, kids in cages. People mad about fucking spick bitches wiggling their ass, but they don't see the kids in cages next to them wiggling their fucking ass. Fuck that. Fuck it all. Well, hey, I just read a thing that coronavirus is in California, so... Yeah, oh yeah, it's in California, it's in LAX. Guess who the fuck has two fucking clients that work customs at LAX and international boarding? Yeah, me. Better get one of those uh, respirator things. Fuck it. I'm on 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C every day. I'm chewing garlic and ginger like it's fucking jujubes. You should get, um... Fuck it. Oregano oil. Ah, fuck oregano it. Oregano like, oil. Oregano oil. Yeah, oregano oil is actually Look, really good. Se- yeah. 7-Up and Lime. That's all you need. Yeah. Well, that has oregano oil in it. And then put put a, a onion on your foot. <laughs> no, you don't do that until after you get it. Wait, yeah. I love I love how you were like, oregano oil, and you were talking to me right now about putting an onion on my foot. <laughs> Look, man. Look, that shit being works. Mexican is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but see, now, see, they look at you stupid because now they believe in prayer, white man's prayer, slavery God's prayer, Almighty White Jesus. <laughs> yeah, fuck it all, man. I don't give a shit. Well, I can't tell you. Like, I I care about. You know how things go still, and I I oh, believe, sure. yeah. yeah, I believe that things will be all right and be better. <laughs> I do. They're counted by you, Larry. I know they are. They yeah. always. They, they they want people to be complacent and. But oh, no, it's not complacency. I'm I'm always striving for things to be better, and but you know you can't you can't be mad for me being an optimist, and also caring okay. about comics at the same time. Try me. it's like hey you know things have been this terrible before and they'll be this terrible again but at some point they'll get better too fuck (laughs) them all of them fuck everybody there it is versus everybody three hours talking about fucking fantasy yeah man listen Comics are awesome. Yeah. Well, it's a distraction. It lets me know that... Comics aren't a distraction. Oh, yeah. It's all a fucking distraction. It's all fucking distractions. Hiding the true meaning of life. That's like the true meaning... You found the true meaning of life in a comic book this week. 
That's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Anything Go else ahead. we should talk about? That was a five cross comic. It's bullshit. Yeah. It does a good job of distracting me about the the cosmic indifference of it all. It did I mean, a re- that's, that's life in general, man. Yeah. Let's see. I had news. So real quick, going back to the thing, I'll give uh, I'll give this new Batman a try. Good. Meh. I mean, realistically, I know for me, like, I think of it, especially when you're talking about characters like these, like, that have been around for so long. It's like, dude, what's wrong with trying a different story? It's like, it's not going to stay that way forever. Yeah, but who the fuck is Luke Fox? You know, this is the Lucius same. Fox's son. This is the same bullshit as after the, uh, the, what was the story? Nightfall. With Bruce Wayne's like, hey, you know what? Random dude that nobody's ever heard of, G- John Paul Valley. You can be Batman. No, it's not. Like it Luke it kind of is. What? Why? Like Luke Fox was friggin' Nightwing. No, he wasn't. I mean, I'm sorry, not Nightwing. Batwing. How dare you? <laughs> he smirched the I'm name sorry. of. By the way, this whole Rick Grayson shit is another Didio bullshit. That's pissing <laughs> me off. Like Luke Fox was Batwing. And you know what's the beauty of it all? Like, you guys will correct each other. Like, no, it's not. Like, about him being Nightwing or Batwing or whatever the fuck. And all it really does is distract you from the fact that your body's been decaying since the moment you took your first breath. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there was a whole series. This man's spitting truth. There was a whole series of Nightwing fighting... Because other people wanted to take up the mantle. Yeah. And now, just... All right, Luke, here you go. Well, we don't know what's happened to make it so that he's night... I mean, that he's Batman. Fuck Grayson. Fuck my my only child, my only son. Although I heard Catwoman is pregnant. Like, for all we know, something could have happened to... To friggin... Uh, Night- Nightwing. Nightwing. Well, yeah, that. something did happen. Didio keeps trying to kill him, and apparently, <laughs> sh- shooting Dick Grayson in the head is not enough to murder him. <laughs> who the fuck now knew he has that PTSD? Who the fuck knew that taking a bullet to the brain would not kill you? I hate Didio. Uh. <laughs> Feminists are mad too. At what? At Didio leaving. Why? They were saying, well, one feminist said that because he, like, kind of helped women in the business and stuff. Dude. But then the the one place where women were really shining, he got rid of, which was Vertigo. Mm. So, you know, and it was started by a woman, too. So even just to keep that legacy, like, he just got rid of. And then, you know, so. But he's helping us. The, yeah, the feminists were fighting amongst themselves. And I wish I could play the cat sound, but then he won't hear <laughs> it. And you know what I told these feminists, Larry? What'd you tell them? 
I told them they're fighting over this damn Didio thing, but you're already dead. You've been <laughs> You came out of your mother's snatch. Dude, whatever, whatever strain you're on today, man, you just sw swap that out. I'm actually not on any strain. Well, then I, there's I, the problem. Yeah, I, I, I'm not because, um, well, you know, I don't want to weaken my lungs. You know what I mean? Shit's crazy right Wait, now. But I thought you did edibles. I mean, I do too, but if I can't do the show on edibles like that, I'm too like. I mean, I, everything will get a five star review. All of everything, <laughs> I'll be, you know, I'll be sad that video, that video. See, already like that, that sounds Dan great Didio, for our sponsors. Like, yeah, Dan Didio, like I'd be, I'd be upset that he, you know, he's gonna have to panhandle for food and shit, and you know. Maybe I'll start a GoFundMe to help him pay his rent. Maybe through the Hero Initiative. So yeah, like it wouldn't be a good show if I was on edibles, man. I'd love everything. I'd sound I, I'm like really Larry. glad I promoted the show today. I, I I'd be uh, I'd, I'd sound like Larry talking about Marvel. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know. I really hope I really hope Disney buys DC. Just, just to get Lawrence hey, on my side for hey. once. You know, it'd be awesome if Ahoy did it. Ahoy bought DC? Yeah, that would be the great... Because everything there is like Vertigo, like the shit that was going to be on Vertigo that didn't happen. Do they have money, though? I mean, money no. like that? You know, they, no. they don't need money. Like, that's the thing. Like, AT&T could take a loss on it, and it would be a tax write-off. Well, it wouldn't well, even say, be. Well, it wouldn't you even say, be you say a AT T will, will sell it to them for cheap. Yeah, I mean they wouldn't because you know the characters still have some value even if it's one week in the theaters. No, actually, look, but. that would be perfect because AT and T, if they drop it and say we're not, we're not publishing any more books, and Ahoy said, "Hey, how about we publish the books? You know, yeah. let, let us borrow the license. We'll we'll yeah we'll do rent out the license. That would work out." Yeah. yeah, that that's a different thing. Like that that yeah. I mean it's not likely, but it could happen. Like that would make more sense. They already like, Ahoy already has analogs for uh for DC characters. Analogs? That's, that's I hilarious say. that you analog. said that. Don't make fun of my <laughs> accent because I'm Mexican. <laughs> You're so crazy. Analogs. <laughs> oh jeez, man. I mean you're supposed to flush, you know? You ain't supposed I, to have any of those. I will say that uh, if if Marvel somehow, some way, did like have the ability to publish those characters, like that would be uh, to me at least a solid a solid uh, argument that they have a monopoly. <laughs> like, like right. I'm just like, no, you can't, you can't have all the DC heroes and all the Marvel heroes like that's like no like that's that's virtually a monopoly it's not it's not a complete monopoly mind you but look, it might look, as well man. be look they tried that shit when WWE bought WCW and that didn't go nowhere and it's the same shit right here nobody yeah, knows what you just said. I don't think so no no I mean don't get me wrong like that is a close comparison but I feel like you can make a better argument for the fact that, especially at the time when that happened, I think you can make a better argument about Marvel having a monopoly than you could for 
for um, wrestling at that moment in time? Not really, because at that moment, there was more of a monopoly than now. Because right now, there's a lot more different comic publishers that could gang up or something that could compete to pull enough of the market share for Marvel to survive. No. Back then, there was nothing but WCW. I mean, WWE. And anybody that tried to compete, they would have gone out of business had they not been funded by other things, which still lost money. Like TNA. Yeah, but I guess, like, you're looking at it, I think, from the lens of what it what it actually how it actually turned out i think that you know at the time we didn't know who was going to be successful and who wasn't in wrestling no because it was already when wwe when wwe bought wcw a few months after that ecw went out of business ecw was the closest competitor that could take over that share of what wcw lost so within say four months the two next biggest competitors were out of business right here you have marvel dc image and then you know dark horse oh boy whatever if marvel were to buy dc that's a huge chunk but there's still others that could put enough where it's not a complete monopoly they could still make the argument but it's not a complete monopoly like it was then in wrestling. Yeah, I, I like I, I hear what you're saying. I just I just don't agree. Like, because I think that again, I think you because you're looking at it like I, I understand that those other places ended up going out of business. But when it happened, they were in business. And I hear what you're saying where you're like, oh, well. The comic book industry, the rest of the comic book industry can put up a brave front. But I guess what I'm saying is I think you can make a much better case that the rest of the industry can't put up a brave of a front as you think they can than you could for the wrestling that was around at the time. Because like I, I know like you could say, okay. Like, ECW is struggling, but they might, they very well may make it. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think with the publishers, like those <coughs> publishers, the other publishers aren't going out of business. They're doing the business that they're going to do. And they still only make up, like, altogether. I don't know. I don't even know what the, the I feel like it's like maybe 10% of the market or something. Like with DC around right now, DC going out of business isn't going to increase their market share. It's going to probably reduce it because Marvel's going to start making comics with like all the talent is going to go one place and Marvel's going to start making comics with those characters that people have been wanting to see probably go at it for years and it's actually going to happen. So realistically, you're talking about an industry where one company is pretty much going to be selling all the comics. Like, I, I think 
those smaller, even if all the other publishers came together and made one big comic book company, they don't become the new DC. They become the place where you can't read Superman fight friggin' Thor. Right. So, like, I, I feel like ECW maybe would have made it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe. It was a long shot, but it might have happened. It there's no there's no chance that all the other publishers come together and become a bigger juggernaut than Marvel Comics with Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. That's crazy talk. Well, I'm not saying they become bigger. I'm saying no, they... No, like, just even compete. They can't even compete. But, you know, Marvel gets all the characters. Yeah. They blow through that within a year, two years. What, what do you mean, blow through it? What does that mean? The story of it. What are you going to do? Do do Superman Thor every year, every other month? No, no. Like but... you have you you have the potential for the stories, but how quick are they going to go through those stories? They can go through them as slow as they want. You could take a look. The same way it took two years for for Superman and Doctor Manhattan to fight, and they didn't even fight, is the same way Marvel could take a year to have a matchup between. Superman and Thor if they want to. And then the next year, it can be uh, friggin' Batman and I don't know, whoever. Uh, look, Moon Knight, whoever you want to say. I don't know. But what all I'm saying is you don't, like, not, they don't have to come out the gate with Justice League versus Avengers. They can slow burn that, especially because they don't have no competition. They're like, we, they don't even have to do that. They can just mess around and be like, well, you want more Superman stories, right? Here you go. We just made good ones. Yeah, it's it's a wild thing to think about. Like, it's not gonna happen. But to me, I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, like even even I don't really want that to happen. <laughs> I, there, there, I don't know. There's so many there's so many things to talk about from that scenario right. that I don't want to go into. Right, right, right. Like just just with Superman. Yeah. Like if DC got bought out. Yeah. Who retains the rights to Superman? Because they still gotta go through the estate, right? The Siegel Schuster estates. Hmm. That's a good right? question. Yeah. I think you're right. Because yeah, Superman actually wouldn't be part of that deal, probably. I yeah. thought I thought DC settled all that. Like whatever the, the settlement was. They be. settled to retain publishing rights. Right. And and the, the deal that, that the estates have is with DC Comics. Yeah, but so that deal if, would if that trans goes, you would transfer that deal over to whoever uh, bought DC Comics. It it depends. That depends on what the contract states. Right. Exactly. It depends on the deal. Good. Because if Man. that if that company gets transferred to somebody else, potentially they might have the ability to be like, okay, well, you have to renegotiate with us. Yeah. This is all complicated. I'm just going to read Marvel. <laughs> if DC goes if DC goes away, you're just going to read Marvel? Maybe. Marvel doesn't have anything I want to read. I'm like, what's the... I'm trying to think, like, what's the closest thing to Nightwing in the Marvel Universe? I don't, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Daredevil? No, nah, no. Nah, Moon Knight. Moon Knight is more... Crazy Batman, right? Uh, yeah. Like Marvel like had one thing that I enjoyed and they got rid of it. 
What was that? Superior Spider-Man. Ah, got you. Which ended brilliantly. Yeah. I, I love how it ended, even though I hate the fact that it ended. Right. But that's a story for another show. Yeah. We got teased by... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> we got teased by... Uh, oh, sorry. I forgot to tell you guys. That whole wrestling conversation. Are you sleeping? No, you guys had good points, and, and it really distracted me about the futility of life. <laughs> oh. But yeah, anywho. Well, since if, DPL got canceled, we had to have wrestling talk on some show. <laughs> but yeah, um, <clears throat> fuck. Excuse me one second. Uh, it's starting. We got, um, we got to look at what Robert Pattinson's Batman might look like uh, with some set footage or set pictures. Yeah, yeah. I posted them in chat. Uh, if you click it, that is our Instagram profile. <coughs> and um, you okay, man? You can uh, you can swipe through and see the rest. Apparently, in the fourth slide, there's a female motorcyclist, and that's supposed to be Catwoman. Mm. So that's weird. But uh, how <laughs> close are they going to remake Dark Knight Rises? All right. Make yeah. it better. And, and I, you know, I like the look. It kind of gives me that, like, Capullo, like, design a little bit. Um, it looks cool, but even the guy in it, like, I wish, like, they didn't make that guy Batman. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he looks cool. You know? I've been getting. Like, can in, a stunt double be Batman? Yeah. I, I've been getting in arguments with people. Because, yeah, a lot of people hated it. Well, they, they, they were kind of like, actually, people that loved it, I've been getting arguments with. Because. You know, they're, they're pointing out how, oh, like, they, they do that thing where each, like, different parts of the of the costume are from different books, even though, like, half of them are Capullo stuff. But then yeah. they, they keep showing the, those, like, things on his, on his arms, those, like, yeah. giant darts. And they always put a picture of a Court of Owls guy as having those. I'm yeah. like, well... Court of Owls aren't have nothing to do like they're not Batman they're they're villains like you can't tell me that that that's accurate to a Batman comic because first of all Batman didn't find out about the Court of Owls so just recently right and they're the villains of of the story and if this is supposed to be a Batman Year One story what then having a Court of Owls weapon like it's weird like you gotta at least admit it, it it's weird. Especially if it seems like those things are going to replace Batarangs in this first I, one. Uh, I posted it in one of my stories saying I like that design. Looks good. I don't think it's like ultimately finished. Like that cowl, I don't think is what it's going to look like. I think that's more of a safety thing because it's a stunt guy. Um, yeah, it's a bat helmet. I had somebody accuse me of being a... Uh, uh, a Robert Pattinson, like, Team Edward guy. <laughs> and I was like, I mean... A Team Edward guy? Yeah, like, it's some Twilight reference, right? Cause oh, Robert, say it what it is, man. Say it what it is. This is bullshit. Because there was a, people that were, like, the teen girls, they were Team Jacob or Team Edward, like, the the two paramours of the plain girl that somehow had two hunks <laughs> after her. Um... 
But yeah, and I'm like, I told this dude, like, I have beef with this dude going back decades, too. Like, I don't know why he follows me or anything, you know? <laughs> Wait, you, you got like a friggin' nemesis, Mo? Yeah, it's not a nemesis. Like, we get along. It's a rival. Here's the thing. Like Naruto. When, when he runs into yeah. me in person, like, he's cool. You know, like, we, we talk for five minutes, it's cool, pleasant, uh, I'm out, peace. You know, we don't exchange number, we don't, you know. But online, you know, he, he gets a little brave. And and it's it's, it's cool, you know. But I, I just told him, hey, man, you know, I, I don't give a fuck what you post. I don't click like. I don't comment. Can you at least give me that courtesy and not give a fuck what I post? <laughs> you're, his, you're his Sasuke. Yeah, I, I unfriended him a couple times. And he keeps adding me, you know? And then I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be different a little bit. You know, joke's on me, of course. But on our Fantastic Forum thing, uh, we got uh, Marvel Pat Fanatic, Marvel Pop Fanatic commented, those are some sick bikes with love emojis. Uh, <laughs> Daisy Ord gave it a thumbs down. Grease951 says, is the other guy supposed to be Robin? Uh, it's that guy pissed me off. Oh, why? Because that's 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 Catwoman. Like, oh that's, yeah, that's the know, that's the whole boobs. story. Is that that's Catwoman? We didn't know at first till after. I like, didn't see any boobs. Can't tell me nothing. Well, it's yeah, a, yeah, it's it was. A stunt, it's like so the Power Rangers. When they actually like showed the picture with she took off the visor, like you could see there's a woman in it, but you can't tell. But like, the the girl, the lady playing Catwoman, like she's not huge, right? No, Who but is playing Catwoman. If you look at that motorcycle picture, like it's still it. It doesn't. You can't tell. Like if like if you look at it close, like to me, it was a guy. Like to me, I just thought, okay, that's the guy with the GoPro on the back of his helmet capturing Batman. Like I didn't think that was a character in the movie. You know what I mean? But in another article, I saw that they say that it's Catwoman. So it's, that's weird to me. It's Zoe Kravitz playing Catwoman. Yeah, but. But that was that. Oh, I forgot that that was Cat. She's playing Catwoman. Yeah. Anywho, they, we got some comments on our like Birds of Prey stuff. What people say? Coleman Cash says basically they were going for a Suicide Squad two with Harley as the center point. In my opinion, they screwed up just like they did with Suicide Squad by casting imposter Birds of Prey. They missed terrific opportunity for female empowerment. By not having authentic original members. Right. They took powerful women and made them, like, dumb. Because I haven't seen it yet, and I don't plan to. <laughs> but I'm guessing they had a snoozer of a script to boot. <laughs> okay, that guy's on. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I want to tell him he's wrong, and you have to see it to know, but yeah. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> Uh, I'll see the movie when it's free on cable. Maybe. I don't know what to tell you, man. I like I, 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 I you know me. I want to be. I, I'm the guy that's usually like, yeah, you should do that. But you know what? I don't <laughs> understand. Uh, you know how when you like, well, now we, we all have smart TVs and Roku and all that. There's always like that thing that that slides up with suggestions. Yeah. Under like most popular. Damn near every device I have 
Suicide Squad pops up as most popular, most watched, whatever they call it. It keeps popping up everywhere, and I don't understand it. And this is from a guy, like, I enjoyed the Suicide Squad <laughs> movie, but I understand that it is crap, and I don't know why it keeps popping up. And then they put it next to, like, Wonder Woman? Like, those are two <laughs> totally different. You know why it keeps popping up? Because people watch it? Those are the next targets for the coronavirus. When when I when I go to the gym and and I look up at I guess it's usually I think it's TBS. It's either going to be Justice League, Wonder Woman, or Suicide Squad, and I don't understand why those three movies are what they go with. Unless you know, what I you can did, tell you why. You that, know what you did. That's that's what they paid for. Huh? Because that's what they paid for. Technically, yeah. Remember, uh, TBS, TNT, they belong to Warner, too. Yeah. Yeah, but there's there's other movies that are good. But they ain't most recent. They ain't what they're making money off of right now. Amazingly, they're they're making money off of. They're not good for you. I guess. Somebody's watching them. One thing that's awesome about Warner Media is that so you got TNT and TBS. And right at 7.45 when I start my cardio, they play on TNT, they play Supernatural. And on TBS, they play Seinfeld. So I get to watch (laughs) both at the same time while I'm doing my cardio. While I have My Hero Academia on my phone. So I watch three (laughs) shows. It's amazing. I love it. Can you enjoy Seinfeld if you're not listening to it? Yeah. It's not a visual show. No, but I read the subtitles because they have subtitles. Because it, they don't play the sound on the, on the, at the gym, you know? If you've seen it before, you can. And then while he's doing the cardio, he's doing the theme song himself. <laughs> he's got a bass guitar on him to do that. Yep. Boom, 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 boom. I don't want to get you guys sued. Yeah, who gives a shit? They ain't we ain't got nothing. Let's <laughs> take ownership of this fantastic show. Fucking Take over all the years like, I, of this. I want them to sue us to give us the fucking buzz. <laughs> you know, Larry seems to think buzz matters. That's what I think. I'm like clout. Oh. Got to get that clout. Word. You got to do the got to do the show on location in that suicide forest. They, That's how people get it. <laughs> in the suicide forest. Oh my god. That one dude did it. Look at right. all the clout that he got. Right. We could be the next Jake Paul. I was just thinking that. Is that his name? Yeah. It's a dumb like, name. He's I a fucking he's a fucking millionaire, so let's not let's not be too quick to just, you know, throw that aside. That fool <laughs> <laughs> Kitsuni's been in Japan, right? She can walk us through it. <laughs> and and if you do that, take the trip. All of you have a tax write off right there. There you go. So what, we got to walk through it? I mean, the plane trip is going to be the tax write-off. Yeah. Then you set up a table in the forest Ooh. and do the show from there. <laughs> live, broadcast, the show from- live broadcast as somebody commits suicide behind us. Great idea. Brilliant. <laughs> I think the all games, like, terms of conduct can, like, allow us to do that. Since uh, when I mean, have we abided by those terms of conduct, by the way? Like, we're the one show that gets away with shit. Oh, well, because we're the ones that get the highest ratings. I mean, is, does Derek even pay attention anymore? I'm not oh, even he... sure Derek's alive anymore. No, he is. I, I have proof of life for him. 
He says hi. <laughs> I just cut his hair the other day. Oh, oh shit. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, he lost like 50 pounds or something. He's looking good. Really? That, sounds yeah, like, yeah. that sounds like he's wasting away. No, no, no. He looks he looks healthy. He's not too fast. Like he, he looks good and and he's he's got his energy is, is different too. Like so he doesn't have know. like the it like his head doesn't look <clears throat> like gigantic like a lollipop. No, you know, he does everything's proportionate so far. As far as I can tell. And uh, well, I don't know his penis, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, you said you don't want his penis. I said I don't know <laughs> penis. Like everything looks proportionate, like in the shrinkage from losing weight. But I don't know about his penis because I didn't look. I just shaved yeah, I didn't him. Ask him either. Um, okay, next but, week we need to look at Derek's penis. <laughs> he says hi, and I tell him about certain things that we planned. For this summer and next, and yeah, big things coming to Fantastic Forum. And you he asked me team. what, you know, to let him know what he can do to help. Like, awesome. We're, we're, he's we're just gonna... not focusing on all games like he used to, because because yeah, that was killing him with stress. Yeah, and he can't. Yeah. He has to avoid stress. So. Big things coming to Fantastic Forum. So uh, stay tuned. Get ready our... for that on location podcast. That's Last. that's not too far from the truth. Uh, keep an eye on our Patreon. Big things go, coming on there. Definitely a lot of stuff, which I don't think we can really talk about yet, but comic Con's going to be big deal. Fantastic Forum in Japan. That's what I, like, I was about to say, I'm like, all, all I'm hearing is we can get away with the suicide forest. I, I got <laughs> to get in contact with Kitsune, and then uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, like, look, look that's, that's what I'm hearing the moral of the story is. All that clout, and then and then, you can take a trip to I don't know what studio makes my my hero Act- academia, but you know, there it is. A couple weeks back, I I, uh, I reported on the creators of Captain America being falsely credited or erroneously credited. Right, they said Stanley created Captain yeah. America. When it was in fact Joe Simon and Jack Kirby, um, they they reached out to Eric Larson on Twitter and they said he replied, "Sai, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby created Captain America." That's all he said. And then the one shot editor Jordan White replied saying, "Yeah, it was an embarrassing mistake, but not, nothing we could do at this point but apologize." The publisher plans to correct the error in digital edition. And for any further printings and collections, um, so there goes my money. Wait, but you know. no, did you buy the original printing? Because that's going to be worth more money now. No, because they didn't recall it. It doesn't matter if they didn't recall it. The it's still the first printing with the original mistake. Yeah, but they printed way too many of them. They have like four mm. different covers. And, it's a it's yeah. a Superman seventy five. Right. It's not the 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 money isn't in the the scarcity. Um, I mean, it is I, if you burn enough, it's not that the dumb people, but Jesus wouldn't like that. Um, he'd be flipping tables over it. Uh, you know, <laughs> this was, uh, <laughs> that's a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost mad I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, so this was February 5th, 
uh, you know, a couple days after it came out that they, they said they plan to to update the digital edition. Now, it is February 26th, 21 days after, and I opened up my app, and I'll put a screenshot of what it says in Discord. Let's see. Okay, it looks like you put up the that page that had the wrong creators of Captain America. Is that that's it, what it says digitally too? They still haven't updated it digitally. Oh wow! Yeah, and you, you know when the when the the anti-Semitic uh, artist put the hidden anti-Semitic stuff in uh-huh. X Men Gold, they changed that like that. They changed that quick. Yeah. yeah, it was like from one day to the next, right? That you right. opened up like, the book I and it was my changed. App for months, so I could still hold on to it. And uh, yeah, it um, yeah, they haven't done. They did it for that, but they didn't do it for this. Because they don't care about the people offended by this. Yeah, it turned, it's only real comic fans that are offended by this. Yep. That sounds true. Sounds valid. Yeah. So, Larry, enjoy your love of Marvel. <laughs> I mean, I listen. I, I I do like you know love love Marvel. I don't love that they did this though. Make mine DC. Well, I can. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to laugh that hard at that. <laughs> I, I really didn't. <laughs> it was just like it was like funny and sad all at once. Oh jeez. That's the that best sucks. kind of comedy. I, I just like I like listen. I, I you all know, you all know like like I, I'm a Marvel guy, but I got nothing but respect for DC comics. And if it went away, I like I would feel a way about it. Like I couldn't I can't imagine comic books without DC comics as a part of it. Yeah. All right, we should play this wrap-up music because we got nothing else, right? Yeah, no, no, I'm good. All right, <laughs> El Hex, why don't you give us some final thoughts, man? Um, be careful out there because everybody's getting sick of something, and uh, you know, buy some DC comics so that they don't close. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm literally here. Like, what? What am I more scared of? DC closing or coronavirus? I. I think it's DC <laughs> Comics closing. Well, how how, hel- how healthy the, do you believe you be, you are? That's because the destruction. The distraction is working. I. I just think that it's far more likely DC will close than for me to get Corona. Well, that's good. Just don't forget to always add a lime to your Corona. Yeah. It's the, the vitamin C that, that prevents you from getting the, the disease from drinking Coronas. And and for, for real, after reading DC, wash your hands. <laughs> no, DC stands for Dak Corona. Right. That's what it is. Everyone knows that. Sheesh. Wow. Oz. <laughs> Give us a final thoughts, man. 
I talk a lot of shit about Supergirl, but the last episode was fucking amazing. Why did you talk about that? We're over here. I'm over here talking about the futility of life and shit because we got no content. Yo, <laughs> why would I interrupt you on a rant? Is, like, why am I going to interrupt you on going off on a rant for yeah, Supergirl? Look, well, I thought I thought the episode was amazing. You would hate it. Uh, I, I was about to say, I'm like, I, I feel like that's definitely le- less likely. Look, I'm gonna watch it. The the last episode, um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a wonderful life episode with a uh, return of Mitzel Spitlick, but it's not the same pretty boy actor. It's not handsome ass Mitzel Spitlick. Who is it? It is, uh, I'll, here, I'll just post a picture in chat. Something Lennon. He's the guy from Reno 911. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, it, it's him. And if I, I would explain it now, but it would sound stupid as I explain it. It's, it's a good episode, though. Did he have a derby hat at all? Eventually. Okay. Okay. My brother, Fair. good enough. That's it. Oh, go ahead. Who, me? No, 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 no. I, I thought I was going to say something. No, no, I said that's it. That's. Oh, that's it. Got you. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Downcast, Podcast Republic, Watch OS, Facebook app, Castro, Castbox, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, Overcast, Podcast Addict, Tumblr, and wherever you get your podcast. This is where we were featured on all week last week. <laughs> That's where all our listeners came from. Jeez. Uh, all those? Yeah, there's more, but they only have them listed as other. So I'm going to try to find out what they are. God damn. And apparently we're on all that. And, you know, they're Man. fine. Yeah. That's that's crazy. We're worldwide. Oh yeah, definitely. Let me let me tell you where we're at recently. I just saw. Uh, damn it! I, was I forgot at- you guys were world- worldwide. Yeah. Um, if you get hate mail for the <clears throat> Suicide Forest, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, oddly enough, heck, we don't have any downloads from Arizona. It's because I listen to you live. Yeah, but you you know we still gotta support. I mean, I'm here live and I still download it. Okay, okay, I'll start. We're at uh, U.S., Lithuania, Sweden, Australia, Brazil. Oh man, I talk shit about Brazil today. <laughs> uh, Canada, Germany, United Kingdom, Mexico, and Norway. This week. Awesome. Yeah. Norway. Australia's going strong. I thought they'd have bigger things to worry about, but yeah, no. Then they about like bushfires. Yeah, like I, turn, I guess we're destruction from the that destruction. I mean, you know, they need something. Yeah, to forget about the fact that they're dying. After their life is meaningless. Let's all go to Japan. <laughs> we're all gonna go hang in the suicide forest. Dude. I meant like hang out. 
Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, hang. Okay. <laughs> for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do. Oh, I'm sorry. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Uh, this is Fantastic Forum only on allgames.com. So we're going to hang out, right?